0: The Tenpence Arcade Podcast is sponsored by Retro Games Party. Get out of emulation and into the real arcade of Retro Games Party. Arcade game hire for public events and private parties? With free regular community-led meetings throughout the year, there ain't no pie like a Retro Games Pie. Visit their website at www.retrogamespie.co.uk and get involved. The Tenpence Arcade Podcast is now a proud member of the Throwback Network. Hello and welcome to the Tenpence Arcade Special, Nintendo. My name is Victor Marland, a.k.a. VertVic. And I'm still Chucky e. Egg. You're still Chucky e. Egg? Still. Well done. <laughs> it's Nintendo's 125th anniversary, and we have a little bit of music for them. Happy birthday. <laughs> Also, happy birthday to nez for life Phil, who's a big Nintendo fan as well. It's his birthday when this podcast comes out. What a great week to have your birthday in. Absolutely. He's not 125, though. <laughs> have you also noticed this podcast we're calling 21.5, which is a, an anagram of 125.
1: <laughs> Scary weird.
0: No, we did it on purpose, didn't we? You could be. No. <laughs> anyway,
1: uh, Bobby Idod uh, mentioned that to us, so it's good for them to do that. Have you been doing any Nintendo things since our last podcast? I always do Nintendo things. I, I, I've i got my Mario onesie that I sit around the house in all day long playing Mario games. Cut Alex, and he leads Nintendo. I'm so
0: glad <laughs> you didn't bring it with you. <laughs> what Nintendo stuff have you been doing lately? Playing the
1: Wii U, I believe. Yeah, I'm well into my Wii U at the moment we you wee, wee you. I just bought the limited edition of uh, Zelda Wind Waker. Of course you did. With a special Ganondorf Of course you did. Figurine. Yep, yeah, of course you did. And you probably buy all the other ones they release as well, I expect. I like toys. Yes, you do. Well <laughs> it's a nice it's a nice box out there, isn't it? It's the one of the best games that they have made. The first time I saw you, I knew we'd be linked forever. Yeah, the
0: Zeldas are really good. I mean, I'm mostly not into consoles as much as I used to be because they take up so much time. Mm. And that game takes a lot of time. But I remember playing the first Zelda with my brother when he was, like, really young. I bought him his first NES. Yeah, I got him into the hobby, and he's loved it ever since. And um, We played that into the night. You know, he got told off he had to go to bed because he had school the next day. I was working then. <laughs> and uh, loads of really good memories of, of Zelda's. That's I mean, yeah. the only one I really played to death. Uh, and then my son, when I bought him his uh, GameCube, he was playing the games you just mentioned, The Wind Waker and the Majora's Mask, and he completed them. I mean, he's a big expert on Zelda as well. So, yeah. And my wife used to play Zelda as
1: a kid as well. So it's in the blood, mate. Well, I mean, you say you don't have time. I think I, Twilight Princess took me about seven or eight months to finish with my oh son. Oh, my God. But, I mean, I wasn't playing it every day. Yeah. You, you know, yeah. There's not much of a, that much game in it anyway. But over a period of, of weeks and months, we'd done it. You know, an hour, maybe a week because you know, I don't have a lot of time either Absolutely. to play a game, no we so... don't. But whenever he came over, we'd stick it on and we'd do a couple of hours every hour. Yeah, now and it's again, good that it, sort of and thing. And dragged yeah. it out.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I used to like that sort of thing when, when you get two of you together—your like wife, your girlfriend, or your son, daughter, whatever—and one of you plays, and the other one sort of helps and watches. Well, Isabella just loves watching it. Oh yeah, it's like
1: a cartoon. And she's what three? She's five. Is she five? Yeah. Then time flies. It's just like watching a, a cartoon, isn't it? It's so well made. Yes. Yeah. Like the it animations is, beautiful. It's like isn't? Disney. Watching Disney. Yeah.
0: And and with all Nintendo games, as we already know and everyone else knows, they're beautiful looking things and yeah. they sound lovely uh, we normally do arcade news from around the world and local areas but we aren't going to do that this this week because it's a nintendo special uh, we're going to do a bit of uh, history of nintendo because nintendo we're going 125 years now mm. but obviously they weren't always an uh, electronic game manufacturer right hold on tight listeners it's quite a varied and long history I'll and, ride. yeah i'll try and do it as, uh, as brief as possible and then we'll get on to the 80s 70s 80s and 90s which is our favorite period of nintendo Producing the next generation from Nintendo. 1889, Nintendo was a Hanafuda card manufacturer. And its founder, Fusajiro Yamuchi, founded Nintendo in Kyoto. Uh, spin on a little while longer, 1920, Nintendo were distributing the cards worldwide. a big manufacturer. Spin on again, another couple of years, 1942, prominent date in arcade games, albeit for Capcom. Nintendo sent their games to the soldiers, and patriotic cards were released during the war. By the end of the war in 1945, many Japanese companies were in dire straits. They were in trouble, and Nintendo were too. So they started a subsidiary company called Napoleon to make Western-style cards, and they tried to distribute Hannafuda abroad, which they did quite successfully. 1953, moved on a few years, Nintendo the first company to produce plastic playing cards, which were hard-wearing. And that's obviously where Nintendo started their innovation, as they invented and innovated all throughout their history. 1959, Nintendo partnered up with Walt Disney, which is another big thing for them, and they produced Disney cards. In 62, 19- Nintendo floated themselves on the stock market. And then in the 60s, Nintendo tried their hand at foreign games, food processing, taxis and love hotels. And mm-hmm. we spoke about the love hotels before, have not we? We have, yeah. There were places where young couples could go and, <clears throat> you know what I mean? Take their love testers because the they made them tes- as well, the, didn't they? Yes, the love testers. was <laughs> some sort of game when it. You held on to it and yeah. it did certain things. They made some bizarre
1: toys in the 60s. Yeah. Really bizarre stuff. I mean, it was heady times the 60s. Well made stuff, though. That plastic back in those days was made to last. I don't know what they did with it, but. Yeah, it's like it iron to, isn't it? That yeah. Stuff. I mean, and, the toys and,
0: still last to these days. And
1: the cards were well were, were made. They were made of layers and Layers of card. Did you know that? They had yeah. a special machine that had to make these cards. It wasn't just like ordinary paper. Yeah, Japanese Japanese manufacture is top quality. Even
0: to this day, they still yeah. are. If you get something that's got "Made in Japan" on it, it will last. Yeah, and these I cards mean, go for a
1: lot down. of money. Yeah, especially sets. Yeah, oh, the originals, the yeah. original ones. I've yeah.
0: actually got a set of Nintendo cards, but they're more modern Mario ones. But yeah, it it's Mario's twenty-fifth cool. uh, birthday. I got some for that when we were in Japan at the time. They're really nice quality cards. Nice. And they've got a little plastic case and they come with all well, sorts of instructions. I haven't even that. got that. They're amazing. Mm. I'll show them later, on. And the most important thing that happened for Nintendo in the 60s, is a certain Gunpei Yokoi, I hope that's the way of pronouncing it, joined the company. Sounds uh, like a fish, doesn't it? It like does. But this guy <laughs> this guy was amazing, as we well know. He invented so many things for Nintendo yeah. and for Game Boy, being one of them we're going to say. Um He was taken on as a technician to check the card printing machine, which was obviously their big business at the time, and repair anything that went down. This didn't take up much of his time, so he secretly designed his inventions and toys with the use of some old machine parts in his spare time. Yokoi San was caught red handed one day working on the ultra
1: hand, which was um how do you describe the ultra hand? Like a like a extended hand, which like a scissors. With pincers, yeah, a yeah. scissor mechanism. You still get them today, can't you? Yeah, you get more modern ones. They're yeah. quite
0: fun as well, you can pinch people's bottoms yeah, with them. Yeah, I used to
1: come up behind my dad and grab his ear with it behind the <laughs> sofa, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well this this thing had you could you
0: sort of it was a grabby thing. I mean I mean kids would just Back in those days, I mean, you know, kids had spinning tops and kids and enjoyed easy, s- wasn't it? They, it's so much simpler to, yeah, you know, entertain. And, and kids back then. Had, yeah, exactly. And this thing had, um, I've said, the pincers. You could extend it, and when you yeah. found something, you could grab with these little cups on the end. You pulled a little red cord, and it yeah. held onto it as, as you retracted the Absolutely. ultra hand. And this was really good. they would sold 1.2 million of these in Japan, so. He was basically, he thought he was going to get the sack because of this, because they saw him doing what he shouldn't be doing. In Japan, that's a big no no. You know, you should be doing what you're doing. But they didn't. They promoted him to like the chief toy maker, the inventor sort of thing. And he was joined by another guy called Mr. Imanishi. Throughout the 60s and 70s, Nintendo made a swathe of toys, loads, including the beginnings of electronic toys and distribution of Twister in Japan, they distribute Twister right, okay. in Japan, and the yeah. box is so much better looking than is the ones it? we got. I was you know, we got the cheesy 60s stuff, yeah. all over. The, the box in there is amazing, you should have a look at it. We'll put some of these pictures in the show notes, put some random pictures in the show notes. Also, I got this off Twitter actually, one of one of our friends, uh, Games You Love, they uh, printed a picture on Twitter of all the old Nintendo logos, oh, and they yeah, were I've so varied, Brilliant. weren't they? Yeah. So I put that in the show notes as well. They also made a photocopying machine. And they made prams, and they made uh, cooking utensils. Went into the food industry. They did all sorts of everything, weird and wonderful things just to keep everything. going. Cars, race tracks. Yeah. Uh, some of the electromechanical games they made in the late '60s were sort of they came to be electromechanical games in the
1: arcade late in later years. They made a rolling road game, and was it the um, the congos as well? Yeah, the the congos, which they carried on right the way they through did, up to yeah. modern games. And implemented them with, with video games. That's right, they did. They Donkey did a Kong lot. Konga. They
0: used their IPs later on in quite a few products, actually. The one that I really like, and a lot of the information we're getting from this, this um, podcast is we've both got these, is our Nintendo Bibles. Uh, there's two books called The History of Nintendo by Florent Georges, also in collaboration with Iseo Yamazaki who's a big Nintendo collector bigger yeah. than you mate by miles yeah. and um, these books are amazing I got this for my birthday years ago they're about £25 to buy but boy are they worth it
1: they're by a company called Pix and Love Publishing so many cool pictures in there and you know good little write-ups on everything oh though. yeah they're really Very really good. informative it's a lovely colourful book I, yeah. I recommend this any day we'll put, uh, mine's in the falling apart because I've used it so much I
0: it's bought enjoyable. Alex one for his birthday a few years ago and it was such a compliment to me he wore the thing out because he used it so that's his second one it's on now and all the pages have fallen out of the damn thing so obviously Nintendo didn't make the book but (laughs) but yeah there's another one the history of Nintendo part two which is 1980 to 91 by the same people and that's all about Game & Watch and there is a third one but they haven't translated yeah, it have yet. yet we've been waiting forever for that and yeah. we're really looking forward to that coming out I, I, th- I think the third one goes through the NES years yeah the, the console years oh that's going to mm. be amazing I cannot wait for that book the same company Pix and Love also do a book Gunpei Yokoi um, but it isn't out yet and I've been waiting for that to arrive as well I'm really looking forward to that one coming out because this guy invented so many clever things which we're only touching on here
1: yeah we're going to just concentrate on the arcade stuff yes. mainly we're just whizzing through most of their history the first 100 years we're just going to whiz through yeah. and just skip straight to the arcades because that's what we're about the podcast is all about is not yeah. it really so. some
0: some of the things we're talking about here with the toys and games they did yeah. are really precursors to the yes. arcade and the one I want to talk about a little bit they made opto guns as well opto gun games using stroboscopic bulbs which is i think Yokoi San invented these as well yeah. and one of the ones that we want to talk about and everyone knows Duck Hunt. Yeah. This is where duck Hunt came from. It was a little projecting machine. Only small little things. It projects duck scenes onto the wall. You'd see a duck fly out, and you had a plastic gun with this bulb in it, and you shot the wall. And if you hit the, gu- the, the duck, it'd make a quacking noise, and then you see the duck fall from the
1: sky and you got a point for it. You had to count the points yourself though. This was the toy that you could buy for home use. Yes. Yes because yeah, they did do it was a big, very expensive. They did do an arcade version of that as well. I yes. Believe. On on a big projector. A massive screen. projector. Yeah. And they did another one, is it Western Gun? Gunman.
0: Gunman. Wild Gunman. Yeah. Wild Gunman, that's the one. Because at
1: that time Nintendo started to buy up loads of bowling alleys.
0: Ah, I see. That's how they did it.
1: Because these things are and, big, and aren't they? And they started moving this new uh, technology into these bowling areas. Yeah. And it was a quite a big hit in the early 70s. Yeah,
0: I played them when I was a kid. I mean, I, I think they were probably a slightly different versions. They maybe weren't the Nintendo ones over here. Yeah. But I played a lot of gun games. Like the Clay Shoot. is a Namco yeah. one, I think. That was on a big projector yeah. screen. So, so and these games, I was talking about the rolling road game, which was actually a physical game. You had a little plastic car. Mm. And you, it, the, the road was sort of, sort of mechanical. And it moved. Yes. And it sort of rolled over. And there's a lot of electromechanical games that I've played Mm -hmm. as well back in the day.
1: And they were really good as well, which came out to be arcade games later on. That's right. So if you can imagine these huge bowling alleys with these huge projection screens on, on one main wall and all the punters lining up, trying to shoot these ducks or yeah. the wild gun They man. had some huge multiplayer ones. They're, yeah. they're like
0: 20, that's a 30, 40, 50 feet long, these things. They're yeah. huge,
1: massive yeah. things. So I presume none really survived because they were so big, they probably have broken up to get rid of. Um, yeah, well, there was the oil crisis in 73. Good year. Because um, I think Nintendo imported pretty much all of their oil-based products um, from abroad. Yeah. Because they didn't have any of their own. I think 98% I was reading. Okay. Um, So they struggled like a lot of companies did at that time. But luckily, I think because they were floated on the stock market, they didn't go into liquidation. They carried on through it, and they started making smaller arcade versions of the big bowling alley arcades. Yes, yeah. yes,
0: yeah, so they go in smaller locations. So they
1: started experimenting on um, smaller arcade versions of Wild Gun Man. Yeah. And funny enough, there is an adult version of Wild Gunman. This is hilarious. Which is where you you, you shoot young girls, Swedish girls. You 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 don't actually shoot the girls, but you shoot things around them, little targets around them. And their clothes fall off. off, Which sounds great, but it never got out of the boardroom, apparently. I should hope not to. But it is in the book. Yeah, Yeah, it's in this book. It's really funny. (laughs) Maybe it's something you could, um, like an, an egg you could find in one of the games, maybe. On their future games would be quite cool, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, they're probably getting into
0: trouble to doing that. <laughs> these these um range of toys were called the Kusenju SP, which translate light gun beam. Mm. In 1973, Nintendo Leisure was crafted to, to branch into the arcade games, so when they started doing all these EM games and the projection games, they made all sorts of bingo games and TV things in the arcade. Not what we would call arcade games, but for them it was. After they did the uh, the gun games, they started doing using 16mm millimeter film to produce games such as battle shark and yes who do you know has got a battle shark well, i managed to pick up battle
1: shark this year didn't i who do you know that's got two flipping battle sharks <laughs> i still Greedy. haven't really i've only seen them once they're still up in storage yeah but these but, things yeah, these things get are get big aren't, aren't they? they and as They've i said used. about japanese manufacture what are they made out of well 60 millimeter film is, is what they yeah, run what on? Are the actual
0: cabs made oh, out of metal yep yeah. they're steel cabs yeah. aren't they
1: and you you said you looked inside and it was pristine. I was pristine inside. inside. There, was there was a One, one pan I think there is a framework to the cab, and then there's loads of panels within that frame. And hopefully, I can just take one of these panels off, yeah, and either get a welded plate to it, or you know, make one good one out of two arcade machines. That'd be nice. But yeah. I think even the second one could. Still, it,
0: it won't be scrapped.
1: No, I mean, someone no, will have I could, that. Well, it's hopefully, such I can. A I can flat pack it, maybe. Oh you yeah, know. yeah, that'd be nice. But, you know, this is the turnaround for Nintendo now, so yes, they're, now coming out, they're in good. a lot of debt. We talk about Nintendo struggling now with the Wii U, people keep going about, oh, they're not going to make it through, no, they're Sony right. and Xbox have taken over. Nintendo have been around a long time, they've been through a lot worse times. Oh, absolutely. They owed billions of yen at one stage mm-hmm. in the early 70s, and they turned it around like that, and that's because they had this background. So innovative, aren't they? Yeah, they They just well when when they got into trouble
0: in the fifties and sixties, you know, after the war and all this, which a lot of people were in trouble with, they just made other things and they made it work. Yeah, they Uh, made prams and all sorts of weird and wonderful rice cookers and. They made a lot of board games, which were really popular with the kids. I mean loads I think, of toys. You know,
1: the main thing is it's always fun. This stuff's fun. Yes. It's, it's a game at the end of the day. A lot of games now become a simulation. Yeah. And the game, the fun elements disappeared in my my book. Yeah, you know. you're dead right, mate. Dead right. And just looking through this book of ours, you look at you
0: look at some of the box art, it's always been amazing. Yeah. I mean, through the sixties and seventies, it's so such nice looking colourful hand drawn mm. no computer rubbish back then all yeah. hand drawn boxes they're lovely things yeah. I mean
1: I'd love to get older some of those just as, as box art for the wall. so yeah so after the sort of the laser game sort of the um, shooting era I guess they, st- they carried on making a lot of mechanical games as well which yes. a lot of them are not really listed in here and there's not much information about them they're
0: yeah, rare although they're they really
1: are rare. out there because there's notes of them ma- actually making them but there's not a lot of info on the internet about them. Yeah. I'd love to own one. And also, when they were doing these
0: EM games, a certain Shigeru Miyamoto in 1977 joined Nintendo. Yeah. That guy was very influential,
1: as yeah. we well know, and still is to this day. And, um, well, we'll get on to some of his early work a bit later. But the first real arcade game, I guess you could call it, video game, was a fellow, wasn't it?
0: Yep, that's right. It was a, a, well, it was actually a green game. I think they used an overlay on a black and white screen. And it was in cocktail cabinets. The only way it came out in a cocktail cabinet, similar to the ones we've got with the brown bodies and the sort of um, cream looking tops, but they had a single round table leg on the yeah, bottom. Yeah, it looked of it. like
1: a stool leg. Yeah. For a, for a bar stool. Bizarre looking yeah. things, aren't they? Yeah.
0: I mean, I, I, I don't know how to play off that though.
1: No, I don't. I've never played it. It looks, it looks totally boring. I don't know how it did. Well, and he made any money? You but... imagine
0: back then, no one had electronic games. No. As soon as one comes out, especially the Japanese, they really get into their games and toys. Yeah, it was massive.
1: Yeah, I guess just the, the fascination of playing something new, some yeah. new technology coming along, would be just one excuse to play it. Yeah. Even, even though you know you can play it on a board, and that's the Japanese do. When they get into something, they really
0: get into it. Yeah. There were there were these things called game centers, what they call their arcades, and they were filled with the same game. There was a you know like a cafe or whatever full of Othellos. And yeah. people used to go there just to play Othello and drink yeah. tea and coffee and whatever.
1: Yeah, so this was 1978, and this this game never really came out of Japan, did it, really? It stayed in Japan.
0: Yeah, well, and, I've never seen one. And of this is, I guess
1: this is really the, the start of video games, isn't it? I mean, Atari were making Pong back in the early 70s. Yeah. The thing um, that differentiates
0: in Othello in... with a lot of other arcade games, it was the first one of theirs... To yeah. have a microprocessor. Right. Because Pong didn't have a processor in it. It was okay. all, it was all um, TTL logic. Yeah. Which is a different way of doing things. But this was the first game. So Nintendo, again,
1: innovative. Mm. I, I've difficulty saying that word. I know. it is. I, I don't even go there. because <laughs> I muck it up. <laughs> um, which is another word, which is Taito or Taito. Taito, yes. Taito. They were um, Taito and Namco. And Nintendo were the three main companies around that time yeah, making these machines. Yes. They were the pioneers.
0: Yes, In 78, as you so just mentioned, another game was released, Block Fever, which is a bat and ball game. Uh, and it was coded by Ikigami, which is a company that did a lot of their early coding before Nintendo had their own coders. So they were sort of paled up with Ikigami. And one of my favourite Nintendo games was released in '79, Space Fever, which we both have. We both have. Alex has a black and white version in a cocktail cab, and I have a colour version in a cocktail cab. Yeah, and to and me,
1: this is their first proper game. I this think is a proper so.
0: arcade game, yeah. isn't it? And it's it's a Space Invaders clone. And when you got yours, you told me I'm getting this old Space Invaders clone. So that'd be nice. I like we both like Space yeah. Invaders. And when you got it, and I saw it, I thought to myself. I've got to have one of these. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. it was like, I've got to have one. Yeah. I love this game. It's a black yeah. and white, simple game. Yeah. But it, it does vary. And yeah. it's it, the Space Fever, the first one. Yours is a black and white. Mine's a colour. It's a Space Invaders clone. And then in the same year, they produced Space Fever High Splitter, which is a slightly different game. And we're going to talk about that as one of our picked games. Because yeah. one of the
1: games I picked, I've actually got the game. Which you've got. I haven't actually got that game. You've got that, have you? It's just a ROM swap. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I
0: mean their, their game Space Fever... Space Super High Splitter, Sheriff, S- Sheriff, and Space Launcher are all on the same board, so yeah, with different ROMs. That's right. Some of the boards have got a few more chips in on them, and some have been um, socketed and some haven't, but you could easily socket them. I've got quite a few boards, mm. and I could just swap them over, and I have done, between the three games I've got. I can't play Sheriff because I haven't got the cooker knob controller yeah. to shoot but that's the only reason why i can't play yeah well
1: that spare sheriff that i picked up is on a space fever board it's got the tsf yes. yep yeah you but can the tell sh- the original one i've got with the machine has got the wg which is the original sheriff board, yeah that's so hard which one is special for me yeah absolutely yeah so yeah when I, I remember when i picked this space fever up and i thought oh this is something special you know it really is something special I remember going around to his house and seeing it there working i think god oh, this is so cool mm. so cool and you've got it working even better since you've sorted the monitor out. I've restored now. the whole machine. Well, yep. you restored yours as we restored yep. them pretty much together, didn't we? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. My mine is mint. It's behind yeah. me now. It's
1: in this room. I am doing yeah. the podcasting. It looks fantastic. And I
0: absolutely love that machine. I play it quite often still. But yeah. the thing about that game is innovation again. It wasn't just a clone, and they did try and get they tried to get sued for this, but they got away they with it because back get at the time they didn't. They? No, they got away with it because back in the day there wasn't really the laws to protect IPs. Mm. And basically, they just got away with it. Yeah. But again, it's not just a simple Space Invaders clone. The graphics are different. And also, you've got three different games on that machine. That's right. On the same board. It's a similar... Which was different. No one else was doing that at the time, Nobody was doing that. You've got actually three buttons on there. One, two, and three. Sorry, A, B, and C. And when you put your money in, it says, what game do you want to play? A, B, or C? You've got the three different games. One is where you get a single line of invaders coming down. And as you, they come down, they go left to right, and they come down. You get another line. The idea is to try and shoot them quickly so you don't get another line. And then it basically fills the screen up, and you back to Space Invaders. The second one, you get two blocks of aliens mm. with a space in the middle. And they go left and right independently. When they hit the middle or the outside, then they come down, which makes it quite difficult. And in Game C, it's just the normal Space Invaders, yeah, which is brilliant. But High Splitter has some differences. And who's we'll got the high to... score
1: on Space Fever? Me, I have. No, Tony Temple.
0: Has he really? Yeah,
1: Ooh. he's got a huge score. Has he
0: really? I've not seen for a while. What's he's he got, got there?
1: Um, I think it's about thirteen hundred, something like that. 15, Sorry, thirteen thousand. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: I think our scores were near to eight thousand. Eight or nine, but he's way ahead. Wow. Yeah. Oh, he's a good game. What a swine! I know. What a good game player. Wow. Well, so that that was um, Space Fear, which was one of my favourites actually. At the same sort of time, as you said, they they were working with Namco. And they were actually distributing some of their games in their own cabinets, but they put an N on the end. So That's it was, right. It was Bomb B N and Head On N, and they released these in the same sort of cabinets. Yeah, I think time they wanted cabinets. more
1: machines. They wanted their name out there, so they were buying up third-party games and putting their name to them. Certainly worked, didn't it? Yeah, and
0: then along come 1980 where Space Firebird, Heli Fire, and Radar Scope were released in the same year. And these use slightly different hardware. The old hardware was 8080 hardware, 8080 yeah. processors, which is what normal Space Invaders is on as well. But then they sort of up the hardware a little bit. I'm not sure what processors came next. But you can tell the difference, because Space Fever... Sorry, Space Firebird is colour, and the graphics look better resolution. They're sort of clearer and the yeah. higher res... And the sounds are sounds really, much
1: more, yeah. Yeah, the
0: sounds on Space Fighter can't really... There's really much rep- more
1: going on on the screen. It's sort of. You yeah, know.
0: there is. A lot more sprite movement, and, yeah. the, and the sounds are unique. Yeah. They're very different. I don't think that could be replicated even in main. Yeah. I mean, the gameplay is okay, man. You've There's got the kind, of, kind
1: of a 3D effect with the starlight moving in the background, and with Radar Scope, you've got that grid effect, haven't you? Yes. To give it kind of some extra dimension to yeah. the game. Yeah,
0: yeah. And um, all all these games, the three I just mentioned, were all coded by Ekogami again. Yeah. This is before Nintendo had their well, own. Some codes. of these were
1: huge. Scope had a huge cockpit. Yes, test, that's
0: it? a really rare cab. Yeah. yeah it's basically just the same cab with a bit bolted on the back. Yeah. And the there's also a really rare board of, of uh Scope, isn't there? Which I
1: only found out recently, yeah. Um the PCB. Yeah, there's a fifth there's a fifth PCB. Sorry, fifth board to the piece Normally it's in a
0: four-layer stack, like the cocktail yeah. cabinet
1: version. There's a speech version. Yes. Which predates any other speech game that it I does. know of.
0: I actually um, checked it out on Main. There is a version on Main that plays with the speech. Right. And you can't hear what the guy's saying. It's mm. really rubbish, but it's definitely speech. Oh, yeah.
1: And I think... This is before... What what would you say is the first game that you speech? Berserk? I always say Berserk, I yeah. would. But I don't quite Well, this predates Berserk. It does. So, yeah
0: that's pretty good mm. but I mean totally rare really, oh, rare, totally game. Rare. really yeah. rare game not a
1: lot of people know about that at one the
0: same sort of time the Game & Watches were invented by Gunplay yeah.
1: again yeah and I think the guy who designed a lot of the artwork for the Game Watch I might have mentioned this before he did the artwork for My Sheriff yeah you which is down, amazing look down the bottom of the cab You've got kind of the gangs running after the damsel in distress. One of the first damsel in distresses, actually. we You think of, of Pauline, but Betty, actually. Mm, Betty. The woman with no mouth. Yeah. It's <laughs> <That's laughs> bit has been chased by um, a load of Game Watch characters.
0: But the Game & Watch characters were so influential in the games, even on these tiny little silly LCD things, which we all had as kids, yeah. slipped in our back pockets, some arcade games came from there as well. Yeah. Donkey Kong 3 was, right. was the main one I'm thinking of came yeah. from um, Greenhouse, Greenhouse, wasn't that's it? right, yeah. And there's another one, I think, is it Fire, where the guys fall out the window, you've got to catch them on the... On the, on the uh, bed. On the little beds. Yeah. That's an arcade game as well. It's not a Nintendo one. There is a version oh, of that in the that. arcade. Yeah, oh. I'll have, have to dig it out. It's, I found it, I
1: can't remember which game it is, but i have to dig it out for you and have a look at it. So it's, you had three, about four cabs that were making at the time. You had the cocktail versions like we've got for Space Fever, you've got the uprights, yep. you've got the cockpit, like Radar Scope had. I think that was the only cockpit version they did. Yeah. any game. I don't, can't think of any others. I believe others. it was, as, yeah, yeah. And it, this one. kind of diamond-shaped uh, cocktail that there's a, one I know of which is in America and it's um, a head-on, which is Namco, isn't it? Yes. That's the only one I know of that ha- happened to be in this diamond-shaped cab. But it's not, again, it's not pure Nintendo. It's uh, it's head-on, isn't it? Which is what, Na- Namco? Namco, is yeah, yeah, yeah. But the actual cab, cabinet, as we see in our books there, it's
0: sort of like a tall, thin cocktail cabinet. It's sort of like... Not as tall as a cabaret, but taller than a a normal cocktail, and it's a red, sort of orangey-red thing. Yeah, so
1: they did a sheriff in this.
0: Yeah, and they are as rare as cherry-flavoured hen's teeth marinated in moon dust. Yes, or Cyclops poo. Cyclops poo?
1: Yeah, that's pretty rare. That's pretty rare. I've never seen any of that. I've looked, but so, I've not seen listeners, it. listeners, if you ever see one of these cabs, right... Or just, Cyclops poo. Just get in touch with me before, Victor. Yeah, I'd right, love one of those. I want one. Because I'd basically. sell
0: you it for £2,000. Because they, <laughs> yeah, they must yeah. be worth a fortune. I've never seen one. I can never remember seeing one back in the day either. And that's the only picture I've seen. Talking about rare games, this is where the big boys come in. Donkey Kong. Obviously, we all know about Donkey Kong. But the other one in the same year was Skyskipper, which oh, we've covered oh, oh, oh. in one of our podcasts.
1: Mate, there's only one picture of that, and it's a rubbish picture, it's isn't it? It's a
0: black and white picture. Yeah. And the artwork looks amazing. Is that is that Miyamoto artwork again? Oh, it looks like it, doesn't it? It does look very similar. But we haven't seen a colour picture. If anyone knows of anywhere that does a colour picture of Skyskipper, oh. or better still, a cab, which is... Fairy dust, and go
1: out there and play the game because it's awesome. I love Sky right?
0: I'm not too keen, but it's colourful and it's
1: Nintendo. This it came out the same year as Donkey Kong. It did, yeah. It must be the same hardware, I would have thought. Well, it uses the same music. Yep, the same, the same yep, music, same. and it's and got Kong, little Kongs in it, which are invading the landscape. Yeah, with little
0: headphones on, little stereos yeah, and baseball such bats. Such a
1: good game. I absolutely love it. I would love this cab. It would look good would. in your collection. It would look really nice. But we all know. We'll just quickly go over
0: the story of with Donkey Kong and Radar Scope. of america brought through over radar scopes and radarscope bombed in the arcade because we already had galaxian and it just bombed it's another galaxian game i've played it it's quite a fun game to play it sort of crosses galaxian with space firebird i think and it's not a bad little game but it's not brilliant and it probably didn't catch people's imagination you didn't want to go and play it no so what they did they thought oh my god we've got thousands of these cabs over in america what we're we going to do with them so miyamoto designed his first game, yeah, and he did Donkey Kong, and they used the same hardware, so they just pulled a few chips, reburnt them, put it back in, lovely side art, nice control panel, and the game was a massive hit. Yeah, so if you've a got a four-layer Donkey making, Kong
1: board, which it, I have, it could be an old Radar Scope. Yeah,
0: definitely. But I think my one has got the markings of Donkey Kong, because they've mm. always got a, a letter code on there.
1: Mm. I'm you've sure got mine five is. layers, you've got a very, very rare Radar yeah, Scope that's board with a speech. speech board on it as yeah. well. Give it to me.
0: Or me. So, 1982 comes around. Donkey Kong Jr., the follow-up. Oh. Which wasn't as popular, but it is an amazing game. I think, we love out it. of all the games, this is my favourite. Is it? Yeah. It was mine. A little story about this. Um, years ago, when Alex first bought his junior, it was an expensive oh. cab, and it was a lovely condition cab, it came to my house because mm. Alex was in the middle of building his arcade room at the time. He had nowhere mm. to put it. So I said, All right, mate, I'll have it here for a bit. He, 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 you're not getting it back. <laughs> and it was sat in my
1: front room for almost a month. Yeah, you racked and, up loads of scores. And we yeah. would we
0: wherever you came around for a few hours, it was like, Can I come around and play junior? Yeah, all right. Yeah, you then.
1: did go away actually for a holiday, I remember now. Yeah, and I like gave I you the came, keys so you can you come look, in and play. Thank you very much. Yeah. And you came it's in and you got a score. I, I
0: came back <laughs> on the day, I looked at the score and went, well, you, I think you sent me the score because you didn't have a high score yeah. kit back then. And I, as soon as I got back, I had to go on it and beat it. And you yeah. came back and I said, "I will beat your score." I think I left it on, and yeah. you went, "Oh, you!" Mm, mm. Yeah. You swore at me. You're a bad boy. <laughs> I just laughed at you. Yeah. And we were constantly one-upmanship with each other. Yeah. I, I got a score, then you get a few thousand. And we were learning lots about the game, and it was it was it was being a kid again. Yeah. It was that thing. Let's go to the arcade and yeah. play a game. I've got a better score. I know than it was you. cool. And yeah, then we put it really on the nice. forum,
1: didn't we? we? Put it on Jammer, and um, a few others got involved, like Eric. And um, yeah, hooray, banana, Eric. Yeah, he's now probably one of the best players in the country. Easily, he can get nearly 900,000 on it. One of the top players in the world now, definitely. He's he's definitely, I think he's he's got over a million, hasn't he? He's a millionaire now, yeah, brilliant. He is, yeah, wow. And he's just been getting some high scores on Donkey Kong. And also,
0: another thing I've got a bone to pick with you, the listeners probably already know about. Mm. Your flipping high score is still on my Donkey Kong Junior high score kit. I've not managed to knock yeah, it your, off yet. Your
1: Donkey Kong score is still on my Donkey Kong. Maybe we should swap <laughs> boards. But yeah, but no, that, I thought about resetting my Donkey Kong board, just because I thought, you know... I'll just do it again. I'll come not, around and do it again when you're not around. But then suddenly, I spent a whole week playing it, and I managed to get my high score yet in Donkey Kong, yeah. which is 163,000. That's so good. Well it's a good with, score. Yeah. Anyway. The same year, another one of yours, Popeye. Both big hits. Yeah, Popeye's a funny one. It's a hard game to play, a hard game to master. Do you know what? And you do level out quite quickly on it. You you got really good at Popeye. You got yeah. you got the knack of it. Like a lot of Nintendo yeah. games, you can get the knack and get in the yeah. zone.
0: And then when it gets hard, it sets a certain level and then it's hard all the way through. Yeah. I actually played the other day when I was, when I was doing a little bit of yeah. research for this podcast. I played Popeye. I think it's ROM set F.
1: Yeah. Which is the easy is version. That the purple background. Yes. Yes.
0: Instead of having a black background on the first hmm. level, it's got those like a sort of purpley background. Burgundy. On it. Yeah. And what you can do differently, the game's a little bit easier, but in the middle ladder, which you normally you can only go down, you can go up and down. So you can uh-huh. escape Pluto easier. Yes. And the game is easier. And I think it's more fun because I'm not very good at it. Yeah. And I haven't had much practice on it. Obviously, you've got the cabs, so you can. And I think it's a more fun game, actually.
1: Hmm.
0: And you can obviously burn it to your own board if you've got a ROM burner as well, yeah. which is easy enough.
1: Well, like all these games, the more you play, the more you find out where the, the spots are, the sweet spots are. Yes, where you just hang about, it. or you know, it's just time, mate. You know, mm. putting the time into it. Donkey Kong's like that. You know, you can get you know, an average player, just casual player, will get sixty thousand something like that. Yeah, but I then think. you put that little bit extra more time, and you get to that other level with the the double bouncy springs. Yeah, and the you third su- and you suss that, and then you're on you know. You've sussed the game, essentially. Yeah. I think so. And if so. you can just keep going round and round, you can you can go as high as you like.
0: Yeah. It's easy saying that though, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> We've not managed to it yet. So nineteen eighty three, next year, Donkey Kong three comes out. Which didn't do really well, but we like it.
1: Yeah, I like Donkey Kong Same thing
0: again. There was a lot of shooty games, and it was a similar kind of thing, wasn't it? Yeah. But you're a little... You're a really... Same as Nintendo, as always. You're a cutesy little guy with little buck teeth. You've got a little weapon. You've got Kong, You know the famous IP. Use him all the time. Chucking coconuts. You've got these really fun little... Uh, bugs. There's a, and, and a lot
1: going on. It's a bit wasps. like Popeye. There's a lot going on on the screen. It's a bit like trying to bounce loads of plates. Yeah. You know, which one do I go for first before it falls off? You Risk know? and reward. Exactly. And yeah. this, this game is the same thing. I mean, you
0: got really good at it. You got over 300,000 on Donkey Kong I've Free. got a
1: respectable score, I guess. For About me, that's a really good score. odd thousand. That's a good score. Yeah. But saying that,
0: the world record's like three and a half exactly. million. When you look
1: at the age thing. that's just nothing. It's crazy.
0: It? And Mario Brothers. The Mario first Brothers. Mario Brothers game. We're not talking Super Mario Brothers, the platform game. Yeah. We're talking about the single screen game where you bounce underneath the monsters and knock them on their back, and then you kick them. Yeah. and they get coins fly out of them which is a Nintendo theme kicking stuff it's funny. I mean, throwing I, it around I played
1: this on the NES and I love it on the NES but playing it on the arcade is a completely different feel it, it, it yes. feels more of a two player game the cab's made for, for two players yes. isn't it because yeah. it's on a, done on a wide body you, you play together
0: you're not against each other you play co-op you're yes. both trying to get the same goal there's no there's no hurting each other yeah you both after the coins and, and helping yeah. each other out it's
1: a really nice game to i liked play. it i played at james's but i had no one else to play with no one else wanted to play so no, nobody wanted to play with you i want the cab now because <laughs> there's I two well, like well there's it. one
0: the one cab that came out was the wide body yeah it one. looks like a, a nintendo donkey kong which we call the donkey kong cab. There's the classic mm. shape which is basically radar scope really yeah but it's wider yeah. No, I don't think it will go through your doorway. Is that why you haven't got one already? By ten millimeters, Ooh, it doesn't go through my door. It's not the window out; it'll go
1: through. <laughs> we'll yeah. get it through. Oh, maybe when I move one. Day, but also, I'll get you
0: can it. you can put the same game in a normal Donkey Kong cab, can. and there is actually cut down. There is control a kit. Like,
1: Donkey Kong 3 was a kit. Yeah. Um, Only a kit, wasn't it? Uh, yes, and Mario Brothers was a kit.
0: Yep. You get the side art and the um, control, panel, so they were basically were kits
1: for the original upright machines that you could just swap over from if you had a Donkey Kong and you just put that in, yeah. Because, like we say, it doesn't have that nice little decal under the bezel, yes. That it was Donkey Kong 3 and Mario Brothers
0: didn't have them, yeah,
1: and Popeye
0: and Popeye, but then Black Dog made them up for us, That's didn't right, they? That's right, and yeah. they're really nice bits of kit. If you Very haven't got cool. one, it just finishes your machine off, and you have, haven't you, in yeah. yours.
1: So, going on to the verses, then, uh, Vic. Nintendo yep. made two versus cabs. Well, this actually, is they 1984. Made they this made game. three. Actually, they made that huge versus cab. Yes, it's
0: like it's almost like I've seen these in Fun Spot in America. It's basically a normal Donkey Kong cab glued onto another one. Yeah, it's but it's a whole thing. You can't split them.
1: No, have you seen one in America? Yeah,
0: they're massive. Yeah, and they're sort of slight angled to each other. So you can't see the other screen. No, it's sort of on an angle, and you've got two players one side and two players the other side. Yeah, because the good thing about versus games. Don't get confused with Play Choice 10. We'll get on to them in a minute. Versus games, you actually played another player. Yeah. And in some respects, you played four players together. Yeah. The one I can think of is tennis, Mario yeah. Tennis. That's supposed to be awesome. Yeah. I think the best way to play that would be on a red tent. And this is another little grail for us. We mm. both want red tents. Mm. This is a, a almost like it's sort of a, a mashup between a cocktail cabin and an upright and maybe a bit of cabaret thrown in at the same time, the height of it. Yeah. And it's a red-bodied thing with cocktail legs, and you face each other, almost like um, a Sega versus
1: cab. Yeah, and, it's almost got like the base of our cocktail. It's like that base, isn't it? Yeah. But the top half is like a, like a tent. Yeah, like, like it's, its
0: slanted like a tent. We yeah. call it a tent. And you play two players both sides, and some of the games, because you're playing across the road from each other, and we're talking wrecking crew, no. When you go in a doorway, you come out the other side, that, Yeah, which is amazing I've idea, isn't it? I've played the NES version, oh,
1: I enjoy the NES version, but when I yes. see it on YouTube being played on a red tent, I just want that. It looks yeah. so much fun. It's Nintendo doing their yeah. thing again, isn't it? Yeah, it looks amazing. so much fun. And do you know what I like about that cab the most? is the control panel, it's simple. It just looks well made, yeah. you know, the nice big buttons, nice big uh, sticks. And, unlike, and it just looks unlike great.
0: you, I've actually played a red in America in a pinball place oh, in Seattle. something
1: nasty then, but I can't.
0: One of our friends, Purity, has actually got one, but we haven't managed mm. to get up to Manchester to play it yet, have we? Mm. Hopefully he'll bring it to a show one day.
1: Yeah, because another game, actually, on that... This this is the great thing about the verses they brought out. Loads of the games. The games were different than the console ones, which you'd expect, you know? if you yeah. They look you similar, in an arcade, you but want, they've got a little bit extra for the arcade, haven't they? It's got to be better, hasn't it? Yes, um, definitely. And, and the Balloon Fight is one of them, which is one of my favourite games on the Nintendo. And that's and going to be one of my picks later on as well. Yeah, God, bit of we'll, of we'll, Balloon leave it we'll leave later. it till later then.
0: Also, don't forget... Two games I really don't like were released in the same year. Uh-huh. Punch Out and Super Punch Out.
1: Which you've owned both cabs at one point, yeah. You know, oddly and, I, and I miss it. You know, I'd like it back to be honest. If you had the space, I'd definitely have Tell that back. Tell the listeners about these cabs. Tell them the one big thing about these cabs. Well, they're huge. they have got two monitors. They're like seven foot
0: tall. These things. Yeah,
1: and the, I think the reason why they did two monitors, um, I mean, it was it was an afterthought really. Yeah, I think because they had so many monitors left over. The Sanio EZ monitors, which all yeah. the Donkey Kongs have got in, and people were starting to get bored of that game, I guess, and yeah. I don't know. They had, they had to bring something out, and they had to get rid of all these monitors. So what they thought they do is we'll just put we'll just chuck two monitors in there, yeah. and it's two
0: 19-inch monitors in a cabinet. Yeah, imagine how heavy. A seven foot cabinet with two
1: nineteen inch monitors. I know, because I've flipping lifted one with it. Well, I've lifted one up from an estate in where I bought it from in Manchester.
0: Oddly enough I couldn't well, go that was, that with you to that, hell. could
1: I? <laughs> and the thing was in my little I've got one of these little Suzuki carry vans, one point three litre things. It's tiny. It looks like a lunchbox of wheels, basically. Yeah. And the cab was right up by the windscreen. <laughs> I just didn't push on the brake in case it went through the windscreen. <laughs> <laughs> you fool. Yeah. But those cabs are big. I mean, they're massively popular, but the thing that I really...
0: It's just a personal thing for me. I mean, the games look great. They're in Nintendo. Yeah, yeah. this little tiny sort of um, wireframe guy who you could see in front of you, which was you. That was a new thing. That was a new. Yeah, the wireframe. Was, yeah. It came along in a lot of games later that on. You could technology. see through the guy. You saw his head, yeah. but the body was wireframe. You could see the gloves. Yeah. But then you had an opponent who was usually a lot bigger than you, sort of bobbing around in front of you. You had different buttons for left hook and right hook and, and yeah. knock them out and all this stuff. And Super Punch-Out, the sort of slightly later game, it's it's very similar game, but it added a knockout button. Yeah. And it's almost on, like on a... Uh, an emergency stop for a, right. a, a machine, you know, a yeah. technical machine, which I oh, have work. On a train.
1: to stop the train. Yeah. yeah. We've
0: got them at work on my machines. They're red, but this yeah. one's blue. But Super Puncher also made, and it's the, f- it's the only game I know of that's got it. Your joysticks is a, a four way joystick, hmm. maybe eight way, I can't remember. But you've also, you can pull it upwards. That's right. And when you pull up, he blocks with his fists. That's so you're, right. you're blocking the game, which is a really clever game. Yeah. And it's all very Nintendo, very cutesy, colorful. The top
1: screen, like the play choice level, on tells you all your stats and everything. But the you thing, didn't like it because the the, the, the re- sound, the repeating sound of well, I body the, blow, body blow. Oh, don't! I'll put body a, blow, I'll, body blow. I'll put a sample in. <laughs> Knock him out. Yeah. Body blow. Body blow. Body blow. Body blow. Body blow. Body blow. put him away. Up front. Right hook. Right hook. Right. Right. Body blow. Body blow.
0: What it was is when I was in an arcade when I was a kid. I remember it clearly. I'd be playing a game, you know, like Pac Land or Ghosts and Goblins or something, and I could hear this flipping thing. It was always louder than everywhere else in the arcade. And because the thing's so big, I think it must just project the sound more. Yeah, and I could hear it. I'd be like, turn that good thing off. Yeah, you hate it it, and I
1: love that sound because it just brings back the memories of the arcade. It's just one of those sounds like Galaxian. You hear it you just think, oh, that's the arcade. I do like that. But that's I, the arcade.
0: When I was in the back of your Punch-Out, I think when you first got it, you had a little problem with it. I can't remember. I was almost tempted just to
1: snip the wire. It's yeah, like a like, near the you damn dare. thing. No, I like, I like it. It's a, it's a, you know, it's like a party game. Yeah. You know, your mates come around and, you know, you try and beat each it's other. Competitive. It's competitive. It's cool. But
0: apparently when you're good at Punch-Out, you can do the game quite easily. There's little yeah. hints. I think. I read that there's a guy in the crowd, when he does a certain thing in the crowd, that's when you press the knockout yeah. button.
1: Yeah. And you can do it like that. So it's little yeah. hints and tricks. Certain games in an arcade, people just can pick up and play straight away and they want to play it. Yeah. Some of my games in my arcade, like Donkey Kong Jr., you know, take a while to, to, to figure out what you got to do, Masters. some people tend to leave them and not play them. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I did that with Donkey Kong back in the day. I mean, when I first started, back in the day, not that long ago, when I first started collecting arcade machines, um, I got a 60 in one. I think mm. back then it was a 48 in one, the earlier version, which is a Chinese PCB jammer with loads of old classic games on you can choose from a memory. Yeah. Everyone's got these now. They're really popular. They're really good for the price. I mean, they're dirt cheap. Mm. The games are emulated pretty well. The sound's a bit naff on some of them, but they're still good. And it's cheaper than buying. Forty-eight PCBs, yeah. which are expensive and somehow hard to find. But when I started playing Donkey Kong there, I remembered it from when I was a kid, and I was never very good at a kid. I could just do you know the easy levels, and that's about it. And I think I got like thirty-eight thousand to my top, and I just left it. I cannot get any more now. I'll never do better than that. Obviously, King of Kong came along, yeah, which you was a what we call a game changer for yeah. everyone. I mean, everyone who's seen it has gone. Oh, I must play Donkey Kong. Mm-hmm. I must get a cab, and they've tried and. People who stuck with it, you and me, and some other friends of ours on the on the forums, we talk about and try and get high scores. We've all got high scores now. We're all competing yeah. against each other. People you are just study the game. To that. Yeah, yeah, you study the game, and when you watch videos of people doing it, and they tell you how to do it, and you look on YouTube and you look at there's a Donkey Kong forum. It's a gamer's game. It is a gamer's game. <laughs> that sounds cheesy, but it is. You get into it, and it you is, get obsessed yeah. with the damn thing. Yeah. I mean, I, I was playing it for months and months, and. I've just sold my Donkey Kong cab that I made. I actually made a whole cab from you just scratch. You think
1: of something so simple. There's guides on it. There's films on it. Oh, you God, know? yeah. It's just everything on this game. Everyone's People have taken
0: the code and they've <laughs> taken it apart and they've worked out why there's a kill screen on it. On level 22, yeah. I think something to do with the 8-bit functions, it, it works out and it crashes, and you only get seven seconds to yeah. do the level, so you can't do it, and it yeah. die, you die... But they've actually fixed that on some board sets. Oh, right. So you can go some, forever. Someone's
1: even changed so you can play Pauline. Yeah. They? Yeah, they've actually
0: they've actually made... There was a guy who had Donkey on the NES and his little girl was playing it. And she sort of said, oh, Daddy, why can't I play the girl? Yeah. And he said,
1: oh. Well, Isabella always does that. When I'm yeah. playing a game, she wants, she wants me to pick the girl. Well, yeah. well, well you, you, wear, you wear pink dresses a lot. Yeah, but, I don't mind. <laughs> but what the guy did is he got hold of the NES code
0: and he disassembled it and he changed the graphics round so yeah. you're Pauline the girl in the pink dress trying to save Mario oh. and instead of having the handbag and the umbrella and what's the other thing they have on there cakes or something isn't it cake? yeah or ice cream it's a hat I think yeah. it looks like a cake. instead of that which is a little yeah. bit sexist but who cares yeah. you have like pliers and hammers yeah. and yeah. you know Mario plumber things yeah. and what happened is when I was in Portland I went to ground dry. I keep on and on about because it's such an amazing place um, they had the Pauline version actually drafted oh, right. onto an arcade
1: machine. Yeah, because you actually do a pink version of the cab as well, can't you? Yeah, There's some people, pink artwork.
0: Yeah, what yeah. they did, I think someone painted a sort of pinky purple color, and they the made custom art. artwork, and yeah. it is
1: beautiful. Yeah. It's so nice. I you mean, maybe it, did it once, didn't you? Actually, you was thinking about making. I was going to make a pink one, yeah. Girl. But I was it's also going to make. Girl.
0: I was also going to make a yellow Fix It Felix, and I even wanted to make a green Doctor Mario. They've all been done. Fix It Felix. Oh, I love the game. I don't. But anyway. Clay Cowgill, one of the guys who who helps run Ground Control, actually did it on an arcade board, and I played it, and it's great. It plays exactly the same, just with slightly different graphics. It's yeah. a novelty, but it looks nice, and it looks nice with the other games next to it.
1: And then you've got all the gun games that they were making. This is on Hotel. the Versus, yeah? Yeah, the Hogan's Alley. The Versus brought out a load of games, usually NES variants, but as we said, they
0: were slightly different for the arcade. You mm. don't get them in, in the home versions. And they did bring a few gun games out, because a lot of the... Uh, the versus cabs had a gun holster near the coin door at the front, yeah. and you could play these these gun games in. And they've been yeah. in a lot of. I think Hogan's Alley is in a few films. I
1: think the best one is Gumshoe. Have you played that? That's the best one to play. I've not actually. Oh, no. you've got to play Gumshoe. Are you, you, play you play that serious? with the NES Zapper as well, on the Nez, Yeah. Oh, that's brilliant, Vic. It's oh, really, take, oh, really good. I know it. you don't like laser, uh, gun games, but you'd like that. Yeah, but everyone likes duck Because you're don't shooting they? balloons and stuff. You're trying to get his to the end of the level, and there's obstacles in his way as he side-scrolling along. Oh,
0: actually, mm. when I was doing some research earlier today, I popped it on just for a second on main, yeah. just to see what it was like. And yeah, and you've got it's sort of like, yeah. um, a move, he's moving along, yeah, like, on rail shooters. Obstacles shooter. in his way. Early on-rail yeah. shooters, yeah? Yeah, you could say that. Good old Nintendo. And also, in the <clears throat> same year, people do get confused with these, but there was PC10, Play Choice 10, mm. and these were NES games, mm. but on a different style cartridge. And you could fit 10 of these games onto a PlayChoice 10 machine, onto the PCB. And the machines, again, were dual-screened. But you got some with a single screen. The bottom screen, which you played on, was 19-inch monitor, Sanio as usual. But then the top screen was a 10-inch monitor, a little tiny Mm. thing. And what you did is you just chose your games at the top, and they told you how to play the game and how many seconds you had left. Because when you put your coins in, you didn't buy lives like you do a normal game. You bought time. Yeah. So you get like, you could set the time with dip switches. You got 30 seconds, 90 seconds, a minute, whatever. And you played like that. So the games weren't necessarily arcade games where they want to grab your money, get rid of you, put another 10p yeah, in. Yeah,
1: actually, I think they're actually worse. Some of the colours, I don't think they had a strong enough palette as the oh, NES games. I see. That's why it's never been an attraction for me, I've really. played the
0: PlayChoice 10 and didn't really like it. No. I know people have had them, and they didn't really do it for no, me. I no, mean,
1: well, the amount of space it takes up, you're better off really just with a NES, really. Yeah, absolutely. And, you're, and, and the, the games, games are quite cheap to better. buy, though.
0: But some of them are rare. Yeah. But you can get ten games in the same cabinet. Yeah. But multi-cart on a NES, no, like if think. I think.
1: If I had a big enough arcade, then yes, I'd have one in there, but... Do you know what I actually thought about list? doing once? I mean, I have, all, I have all these silly ideas
0: in my head of, of projects, and I get... I have too many of them, and I can never do them all. That's my big problem. But One of the things I was going to do is make a small cab, because they actually made a bar top as well, which is ultra rare. Yeah, and I've got seen the bar top last year. Yeah, really nice machines, yeah. and they had the play choice ten games in.
1: Yeah, and but the joysticks are awful.
0: Yeah, they're little tiny. They look like almost like, like a um, snap. They look. They remind me of the ones you get on radio control cars. Yeah, little tiny. They're things. too long, aren't they? They're really silly. They look like Vectrex ones. Yes, and but they're nice machines and they're compact but i thought about making one of those like that a similar one but putting a NES in it yeah with a multi-part I thought a game Remember that one i picked up which i thought was one yeah, it wasn't a bar top it's a bar chop and what <laughs> it actually was, it was a play choice 10 machine and someone had sawn the bottom off and just used the top it's still in my garden in bits in there. Was, so you could still was, you
1: could do it with that but i mean huge. no it was rotten it was mate. the biggest bar top you'd ever see <laughs> it's massive it's a top out of an arcade machine yeah. It's rubbish i went to uh, South End to get that. South End. Mm. And in the same year as the Play Choice 10
0: and the Versus, sorry, the year after was Arm Wrestling, which is in the same cab as a Punch-Out. I've never seen one of these yeah. original cabs. And that would look lovely next to the two Punch-Outs. Yeah. Because when you went to Replay a few years ago, you took all your Nintendos, and that was when you still owned the two Punch-Outs. Mm-hmm. But they were so big, and you couldn't store them at home. You yeah, that was another kit, I
1: think, wasn't it? Arm wrestle. Oh, was, was, was it? A kit. Yeah. Same with slalom. Oh, yes, yeah. Slalom's another one of point, isn't that it? That was a kit, uh, kit which came with uh, actual skis. You you
0: you bolted these on the front of a normal <laughs> yeah, Donkey Kong and, and cab. Your handles and you had those...
1: skis. Yeah. What what's the things you have? Sled and pole, ski poles. I don't. I don't go skiing. Those those pointy things with that push you along. The yeah, yeah they had things. those anyway. With handles on. Yeah. Yeah, and you,
0: you stood on the skis. I think you moved the skis left and yeah. right as well, which is early to that skateboard
1: game that yeah. came later on the big projection screen. That's right. So they were sort of firsts, or the first I know of, at least. So they're trying to yeah, simulate. Really they're trying to simulate uh, sort of sports hobbies, aren't they? Yeah. Into an arcade. They, they had
0: loads of hits, though. I mean, they did things like a Bike. Yeah. Versus Exciterbike Bike and the Slalom Ski Games, there's a couple of wrestling games on there. Yeah. Balloon Fight, um, Kickle Cubicle, uh, Ice Climber, all these these massive hits became their huge IPs later on, which they used and they recycled later
1: on. Yeah, that's right. Mac Rider is another one you've yeah. got to mention. But then I guess that's the eighties, isn't it? Moving on to the sort of nineties that kind of they kind of move out of the well, arcade. Just don't before
0: we? we go to the nineties, another one they did as a distribution for iREM was yeah, R-Type, R-Type, and yeah. that is in a black Donkey Kong cab. Similar, it's slightly different shape.
1: Yeah, it's different.
0: But you'd like one of those, as well, wouldn't you? Because R-Type is it's not my favourite space shooter, but it's a lot of people's favourite space shooter. It's a good game. Oh, I love
1: R-Type for Lovely the cab. atmosphere. It's got that, great, that big monster at the end of the first level. It's got level great music. Is it is iconic. one. It is one of the pioneering games of that side-scrolling yeah, era. Absolutely. Um, I think you can't. And the weapon n- power, power like ups it. that's where yeah. they sort
0: of came in, didn't they? It's got a,
1: yeah, it's a great game. Um, but again, because it's not pure Nintendo, it was not top of mind. But if one did come up, then yeah, it is a, it is a beautiful game. We do know if someone's got one as well, don't yeah, we? Yeah, I think there's a couple in the country. Yeah, yeah. There's two a- or three in the country. Not as rare as you think they are. No. But nice, because they're black yeah. as well. Yeah, with which is a my tinted, favorite shade. tinted bezel.
0: Yeah, it is a nice-looking thing. control
1: isn't? panel's is beautiful on those. Yeah, the side art. It's got a like big monster on the side, hasn't it? Well, the side art looks like it's been an afterthought where it's just stuck on, so it's like a little square.
0: Yeah, it wasn't their own IP, remember? But the but control
1: panel's beautiful.
0: Yeah, I'm not seeing one up close, uh, close up, or I can't remember what it looks like, actually. Well,
1: Rav, Rav used to have one. My friend
0: Rav's got one. We'll have a look. I think, I think James next has time got then.
1: one now, hasn't he? Oh, I think James has got it.
0: That's the the new Frontier art in Blackburn, which we like to go to. So that was about it for the arcades, really, the the sort of era we were interested in. The later ones came, they did um, Triforce hardware later on with um, Namco and Sega, and they did stuff like Mario Kart and F-Zero, their later IPs, which are fun games. I mean, if you you had enough room and someone offered you... uh, F-Zero, definitely. Yeah? Or even not a... Mario
1: Kart. No, I like Mario
0: Kart. Yeah, you can take a not... picture with. It. That's another thing. You could t- yeah, You press only... a button it took a picture of you. and then yeah, you, you only your get your one on corpse,
1: Vic, and that's it. You have to start a game. I'm sure you can change that in the arcade <sighs> setup. Must do. The, 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 the Wii U version is by far the best game. Oh yeah, ever made. number eight. You got it into that a lot, didn't brilliant. you? Brilliant.
0: I don't really like Mario Kart. Say
1: what? I'm one of the. F- I'm one of the three people in the world that doesn't like it very oh, much. Oh, man, racing games awesome. don't really do it for me. Never really much fun. I don't like racing games, but Mario Kart is. Just I'd say, so say it's a party racing game. Yeah, because you, you play. But there's loads. a lot of
0: skill involved as well. Absolutely, <laughs> so and the, much. The idea of lobbing um, banana skins and, and There's a lot Koopa of skill and there's a fun.
1: lot of luck. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. And the two combined together make but, it a lot. But of fun. when you're
0: playing against each other and someone gets that lucky break and then they just mm. whiz past you, you.
1: Yeah. And you just it's
0: it is fun, <laughs> but know. it's just not Dreaded for me. Red and I'm not very good at it. That's yeah. one of the main reasons. So. Let's get on to uh, what we normally do pickups. Have you pick-ups. had any Nintendo pickups apart from that one I've just given you? Uh,
1: yeah, you've just given me Arcade Greats Hits. And I was this given that by Nez. Phil Nes for Life. Okay, it's got Robotron on there, Defender. Cool. Nice. Cheers for that, buddy.
0: Another thing I, I picked up a long time ago, I might as well talk about, because it, in Nintendo, as I got a, uh, a little puzzle game called 10 Billion. Yes. Have you got one as well? I have. I picked up one of the Car Boot. It's a little sort of, um, a twisty game with balls in it. I can't really describe it. You move the balls around. You've got to get them all the same color in, in different mm. areas. And apparently there's 10 billion combinations. I don't think there's that many, but there's a, it's like a Rubik's lot.
1: Rubik's cube. Yeah. Or Rubik's cylinder.
0: Yeah. I used to have a cylinder, actually. Yeah. But yeah, very similar to that. And it's, it's really well made. Yeah. And mine's badged CGL obviously distributed over here That's by right. CGL. We did a lot of the electronic games. Yeah, the hand the Is yours a Nintendo tabletops. one? It was
1: a CGL as well. i have to have a look, bit Yeah. I don't know.
0: Mine's up in the loft. It's a nice... I only bought it... you d- got yours
1: in a box as well, haven't you? Container, thing. Yes,
0: it's got like a little plastic... Yeah. It sits on a little plinth, and you can put um, yeah. a little sort of cover over it. Have you not got an, cover on yours? No. If you're oh. a
1: member of uh, Club Nintendo, you you do get for your points if you keep registering all your games. You, they, they've done a, a recent one slightly in a slightly different shape. Oh, really? A, t- a billion, yeah. That'd be a nice, nice yeah. to have little things do, up do on your do shelf, nice stuff, uh, Club Nintendo.
0: Yeah, I've not really been into it. It's all sort of those things I sort of didn't really bother about. I'm sure if, well, if someone like you got about 10 billion points, haven't you, you the Nintendo collection. Yeah, I won't
1: tell you uh, have got them, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, but I've got I've got quite a lot of Nintendo things. I've got Famicom. You do. Well, the, the Famicom things you've got me into, actually, because the Namcot the, the Namco versions they yes. did, they've got awesome and that's a, one of the pickups I picked up this week, was a Dig Dug.
0: Which I've got is one. Quite,
1: it's quite a rare to find, the boxed one. Are you sure it's not Dig Dug 2 you've got? I have I have got Dig Dug 2. I'm just leaning over, listeners, sorry. Looking at his massive collection. I've got Dig Dug 2. Oh, damn, that goes for a lot of money. You're not having it. Just, I've got one. I've I actually one covered, I bought it for it?
0: 1,980 yen. Let's have a look. I'm not sure how much that's quite worth. It's not a lot of money. So cool. it's just over 1,000 yen It's not a lot of money. Well,
1: Namcot did this series, and I don't know, they did about 100 of these. I think that's about 15 pounds. Yeah, but the first 20-odd they did come They're all in all really nice boxes, and yeah. they've got the original, exactly the same arcade art that yeah. you had with the game. They're really not. I I
0: I thought about Collecting them, and you started. I thought I'm not going to get him. He always snipes me on eBay, so I've bother. been collecting
1: them. But the last three or four are really expensive. You can have that. I don't want. That's yours. Not dude. really. <laughs> that's, no, that's Dig Dug Two. You've got. Look, it says Two on it. Yeah,
0: you want Dig Dug One, yeah. Yeah.
1: Ah, I see. See, that's the more expensive. I've one. got a cab of it. I don't care.
0: <laughs> I really like Dig Dug though, and the NES version is really smart. It's proper yeah. spot on. I mean, they, the Nintendo artwork on a lot of their games and the quality. Is second to none. It's one yeah. of my. Fa- I'm, I'm a big Sega fan, yeah. I'm a big Atari fan, I'm a big Namco fan, big Taito fan, but Nintendo. They just. It's one of those things I, I really, always go on about with Japanese companies. The mm. quality and the attention to detail. Yeah. And and just the way the Japanese are with things. It's just everything's quality. Yeah. I I, I could bang on about going to Japan. Hopefully, I'm gonna go back next year sometime. But when when you buy something in a shop. They put it in a nice little bag. They take the bag up. They hand it to you with two hands. It's just... You yeah. feel like you've bought something. Like You've know, you you bought into it, yeah. You have the physical thing where you like to buy yeah. a, a CD or a cart or a box and you want the manual and you, you can open you it out and yeah. a tray in it and it's lovely. Nintendo do that.
1: They do, yeah. And it's just amazing. I do. I mean, I like all games, as you know. I mean, I could have I start collecting Atari games... And I did. I did have an Astroids for a while, didn't I? Yeah. But as a collector, I think you need... Because there's so many games. I think you have to narrow it down. You have to collect one thing or the other. Yeah, and you, you did. Know? And yeah. I just thought, okay. And Nintendo's, Nintendo's, got a lot of, Nintendo's
0: got a lot of scope because they've yeah. had a long history. Yeah. They've had a console history. They've had an arcade history. They've had a toy history. Yes. And they've got presents nowadays yeah. as well it's with an, Wii U. It's an
1: interesting history, isn't and it? And they've got
0: so many cool IPs. Mm. You've got Mario. Donkey Kong, Zelda. Yes. You got Ice Climber. And they're got still making Game Watch. still making great games there's, as well. There's hundreds of them. The yeah. characters. I mean, and there's amazing. enough
1: games there to keep you going for a lifetime. I don't. Oh God, I could. Yeah. I really don't need other consoles. Really, I've got enough games there. I have not even played a lot of these games in my collection. Yeah, we have that trouble, don't you we? You know, I can go back and play games I've got there. Ikaruga, I still haven't played really. It's in my uh, GameCube collection. Yeah. It's just so much. I don't need another console. Well, the only stuff I do collect, I guess, is uh, Sinclair stuff, because that's our English stuff, yeah, you know, yeah, and I love absolutely. that, and I was brought up on that, Yeah. and I do like that, and they were the pioneers, too, of homebrew games, weren't they? Yeah. So, so th- where are we at now, then, Vic? Well, we're not going to do feedback this week, because uh, yeah.
0: mad, we haven't had any. We haven't had any. No, not yet. Oh. It's been It's only been a week, because this is uh, only next week, so we've been quite busy, yeah, and I've been sort of going mad trying to to find some games to talk about and stuff but I've got one shout out our friend Dave Lightfoot who we yeah. call Dave Lightbulb yeah it was cool and I went to he got me on the guest list for EGX After Party yesterday mm, think, yeah. yeah it was good actually um, him and his mates uh, do gamer disco and they do a DJ set uh, with sort of dance music, but all orientated with gamer music. They well, used
1: to do Nintendo disco. Didn't yeah. I?
0: This was called Gamer Disco, I think, okay. because it was all, all yeah. games. And I was listening, I was, because he said, he said, when you, when I got there, he said, everything at the Namco FUNSCAPE in the South Bank in London was on free, free play, apart from the, obviously, the redemption games. You don't want to just win everything for free. All the games you could just play were on free play. So they had like Pac Man Deluxe, you know, the big Pac Man Royale game. They had, um, uh, A game downstairs which is in a a sort of Namco cab with loads of Namco games on. Like you know, Pac-Man and
1: Galaxian and
0: Galaga. was that old Dick shooting Dug?
1: gallery? He sent me a picture of the old uh, hillbillies? Yeah, there
0: was, it was. almost like the one we talked about before, the old hillbilly game, but they would made the modern version. like a room yeah. size, not like
1: three rooms like the one we remember. Yeah, do you remember these listens? They used to be in every arcade. It used to be like like a western feel, and you'd shoot these little targets, and this the old, old granny granddad would, in the old would shoot water back at you. or, yeah. or things would move in the background. And one you know? guy used to build these himself out of old.
0: Like shop mannequins and That's right, stuff. Yeah, and he had like the tumbleweed, and it was brilliant. But you have to have the, I think you play a few players at once. You had to shoot certain things, like little light. It was like a light gun
1: game again, but yeah.
0: on on a big scale. I mean, yeah. these things
1: were huge. So we just see this same long. guy making this. Then I don't Could know. He, oh, I don't know if he's still around. But it,
0: it looks like a, like a same thing, but more modern. Yeah, you know, it's all more manufactured. But anyway, he got me into this this thing. Well, I was talking to Dave and his mates at the at the the DJ booth and that. There was a lot of people. It was sold out, properly sold out. Yeah, but I was listening to the music and me and my wife were playing ping pong and I found out she's rubbish at ping pong. (laughs) Absolutely rubbish. It was hilarious (laughs) because I'm not bad. And um, you could play all these different games there. It was sort of modern, but there was some old stuff as well. It was quite a lot of fun. Everyone was having a great time. Brilliant. Loads of beer. It was great. Mm. And uh, I was listening to some of the music and it was sort of like dancey, sort of modern-ish type disco music. It was great. But you could hear arcade tunes and can't I thought like, hold on a minute that's the music from OutRun isn't it? Yeah and I was like, that's a Nintendo tune yeah. I know it and he sort of mixed it in and they, they do all these cool. mixes and I'll get a CD offer of matches I'm gonna listen Has to at done work. One? Yeah
1: oh, we'll, get, I, we'll one. get
0: one yeah it's it's yeah. good to listen to at work. Just Definitely. tunes really nice music. So we'll put a, a show note on there on our yeah. show notes for uh game of disco because he's doing well and I talked to Dave about doing a few things with arcades mm. and bars and we got talking and yeah. yeah it could be in the in the future it'd cool. be nice yeah. to get something going i think especially in london because yeah we've got the four quarters bar now yeah and we've got um a few arcades around the area and one up north and stuff so yeah it'd be nice to do that but yeah thanks to dave for getting into that me and the wife really enjoyed it it's a lovely night out ah another one we do what nintendo console games should have been in the arcade mm. do you want to go first with yours because you were umming and ahhing about which ones to Choose, weren't you?
1: Yeah. There's so many, isn't there? Yeah, um, absolutely. I've got a bit of an oddball one. I, I you are playing, an oddball. I've uh, been playing fairly recently. I picked it off the shelf. I'll give this a go. Yeah, all right. It's Uni, uni Rally. Uni Rally? Yeah. Oh, I don't think I've played that or one. Or Uni Racers oh, okay. in America. I've never played it. Explain. Um, You're on a uni cycle. <laughs> all right, <okay>. And <laughs> on a kind of track, side-scrolling track you've got to kind of memorise, because you can't see down the track, if you literally seen it as it comes along the screen. Oh, okay. Do you get arrows to tell you which you've way got, to go? You've like you time limits. No, you just got to figure Crash, it out yourself. Crash, basically. Yeah. <laughs> but, you, you know, you can get ramps in it where you can do tricks. Oh, right, And okay. the more tricks you do, the faster you, your unicycle goes. It's almost like an early Tony Hawk type yeah, thing. Yeah, I guess so. A bit later than actually. Oh, is it really? Tony Hawk's been around eight years, hasn't he? Yeah, he's long on a tooth now. Um, but... I like it, when you first look, it looks quite boring, because the backgrounds are quite boring, they're inspiring, but yeah. you play two players, and it's really ah, good fun.
0: That's when I think... It's good fun. That's when some games really come into their own game. Yeah, and I think, it would, I think it would
1: make a good arcade game, actually. Definitely, two players. So check it out, it's on the SNES. Well,
0: I suppose in the arcade, if you, you were playing a two-player or multiplayer game, they could always add computer players. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You could cool. even actually have unicycles made up, couldn't oh, you? Oh yeah. <laughs> you
0: sit on it. you have to maybe it's, it doesn't knock you up. You could balance on it yeah, while you're sort of uh, cool, pedaling wouldn't it? that'd be really cool. Yeah. Stupid gimmick, but I like the idea. I don't yeah. like the idea of it. What's that. yours then? Well my one
1: is a game I don't actually like. Smash Brothers. Oh, oh. mate. Oh, do you like that game? I actually love the game, and it's about to be re released on the Wii U, and I just can't oh, wait.
0: I, I bet all the nerds are properly
1: well, you know, this that. is like up there with Street Fighter. I'm telling you, it's such for a skill-based yeah. game. Honestly, it is really? so it is so cool. You, well. I don't know why you like Street Fighter and don't like this because this is much more fun I don't and it's just a skillful. You get like power-ups, like a Galaxian. <laughs> There'd be a Galaxian icon on the screen. If you grab it, you get a Galaxian power. Yeah, the
0: thing I don't like about Smash Brothers, uh, it's weird. It's my pick actually because I think I understand why people like it. Yeah, my son. Jack yeah. loves this game. I he love it. he would play it for hours on the GameCube. Yeah.
1: We couldn't get him off you it. You haven't played it enough, then.
0: And I like, I like the IPs they use, the yeah. characters they use, because they use all their old they've characters. They got
1: Pac-Man in the latest one, have they? They got Mr. Game and Watch.
0: Oh, Mr. Game Watch is, but with his two-frame <laughs> animation,
1: I love yeah. Mr. Game Watch with his big nose. Um, they've, they've got, they've got else a little Zelda. Well.
0: They got um, Link. Yeah, you've got um, Bowser. You've got all the Cooper Troopers.
1: You've got the F-Zero guy. What's his yeah. name?
0: Yeah. There's Skyfox people in there as yeah. well. I mean, they've got tons of players. You can play yeah. all that and you
1: can unlock people. I think they've got about 41 to 45 characters in the up and coming Wii wow. U version. that's amazing. But to hear me out. Yeah. Imagine this on a four player cab, like a gauntlet cab. Oh
0: mate, yeah. Because there's not many buttons to the game, is there? No. And imagine, like, oh, like, a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cab or an X Men. It's all about the oh, up, so you Hold get. on, hold on. I just thought of something better. What about a six player Super Smash Bros. Melee on, like, an X Men cab? You know, the double screen thing yeah. with six players? I can That'd imagine work. six people jostling around that machine, duffing each other up, mucking about, yeah, playing that game. But the, the reason I didn't like it is I don't like Power Stone. It reminds me of Power Stone. Power Stone is no, like, almost
1: like a 3D... Yeah, it's not like that. ...Smash not. Brothers to me. This is on a 2D screen. I'm,
0: I know people who go mad for Smash Brothers. I just don't see it.
1: Yeah. it's just well, me. I think you need to give it more time because it's very, No, I won't. No. It's arcade-related. No. Nope. No. Nope. <sighs> nope. It's no, got no, arcade okay liking... pickups in it. Yeah, it's got everything you need in a it's game. It's got everything, and it's simple controls. Yeah, yet it's highly skillful, and you can smash the bejesus out of your mates without actually yeah. hurting them, I, I which I is totally always a good thing. For I, mean, me. I can't wait for this this next instalment. That's on the Wii. U, That's yeah? a funny one to pick. I wouldn't expect when you texted me, you said, oh, I'm going to pick this. I thought, well, really? it's not for me. It's for the listeners. For the listeners. I don't want it. <laughs> Who cares uh, about the
0: listeners? The, the thing is, if anyone's clever enough and they like this game, they could actually put it in a cab. You could put the GameCube yeah. version in a cab, couldn't That'd you? Cool side Because GameCube well. is four-player as well,
1: isn't it? Yeah. So you
0: could do that, and you can make your own side up. Imagine all the characters on the side-art. Well, side this, this is how
1: serious it is. Nintendo are actually making um, GameCube controllers, especially to fit the Wii U. This yes. is for the serious players. Because That was because, the one they used a lot, didn't they, on Well, game it's Cube. the lag. Ah. there's a, there, that little bit of lag between cause oh there's no yeah, cause wires, it's wireless isn't it no wires oh really so this is like for serious players they want that, that spot on i mean serious
0: players who play a lot of fighting games online they get funny about lag i mean yeah they, they, i mean you could if you've got a championship you can win or lose a game because of that exactly. lag so they, they you know normally they meet up and play together yeah. they don't play online they meet yeah. up at tournaments yeah you know, the whole, the whole nice of gaming up tournaments They like have this. big uh,
1: Smash Bros tournaments. Oh, God, yeah. Mm.
0: I went to um, a friend of mine in Weymouth, um, an, an old friend of mine. Uh, her boyfriend was at his birthday party, mm. and we came along just to see him before we went back to, to London. Mm, he was there mm. for a little while. And um, they had a little uh, a little tent set up in the garden. It was sort of like a marquee, where they put an old CRT screen, like a 20-inch CRT screen, and they had a GameCube, and they were coming yeah. to play that one game yeah. there. And they were getting really into it as well. But I can see why. It's just not for me. I just don't like the game. But imagine how cool that would be in an arcade game, multiplayer. Definitely. It doesn't require good, many buttons. Good choice and it's it. a, good choice. a a simple game I think people would enjoy. Any more for you? Is that it for now? What was yeah. the other one you were thinking well,
1: about? Well, I, I think I've had it before. I was gonna say pilot wings, but I, I just think yeah. that is begging to be in the arcade. Because you could have um, for the for the rocket uh, Jetpack part you could have actually sat for a jet pack you could step into oh yeah you know oh that'd be cool Couldn't imagine if it lifted or, you off the ground just a little bit yeah and moved you around that'd be brilliant I wouldn't know. it yeah almost and, like and, a sega uh, deluxe uh, cab but
0: nintendo yeah and like, i do obviously. like
1: kind of those sort of very simple flight simulators yeah you know? not,
0: not for me they look good yeah they look brilliant i mean the way they move i, mean, I thought when the 3ds first came out the first time i ever played it You play Pilot Wings on that. I played Pilot Wings, but I played it at um, I think it was at Glastonbury Music Festival. I loved that. Or one of the music. No, it wasn't Glastonbury. It was one of the other music festivals, one of the smaller ones. And Nintendo had a little tent there, Yeah. and I played it. And because of the 3D, I thought this is amazing. And it was quite simple to play. It wasn't. It wasn't like a flight sim where you got to land the thing and you know use horizontal and all this sort of stuff. Fun. It was fun. It was fun again.
1: Yeah, Yeah, I imagine. I can't wait till they bring a Wii U version out. I'm I'm sure they
0: will. I'm sure they will. Okay, let's do Nintendo Game Brackets of the Week. So, Nintendo Games of the Week, we've both chosen together, really, because yeah. we, bo- we both love these games, and we've chosen chosen three. And these are Versus Balloon Fight, which oh, you great. introduced me to on a NES. Was mm-hmm. uh, the first time you played it? Yes, it was. Oh, my God. Uh, Space Fever High Splitter. The one I've got in my cab behind you me. you to me. Yep. And Versus Dr. Mario. Awesome. Which is a brilliant game, mm. isn't it? Well, the first one, Versus Bloom Fight. As we talked about the Versus hardware earlier, it came on a normal single PCB and was put in these games where you could play against each other. And Versus Bloom Fight basically it's a... Oh, people aren't going to like this. Mm. A better... Rip off of Joust. It is. Terrible. Sorry, Williams fans, but it is. It just is. leave it, play it, it's good. <laughs> the game is basically you've got left and right and a button to flap. You flap your arms, and you're a little guy holding two balloons. Yeah. And you flap around just like in Joust, but on, in Joust, you're on a big ostrich with a big lance. And you flap around, and the bad guys on it are also flapping with air balloons. They've got these big pointy noses, and they will pop your balloon if they hit you from above. And you'll pop their balloons if you hit them from above, just like in Joust. But the subtle differences Nintendo have ejected into this game... It's really colourful, whereas Joust is sort of medieval and yeah. sort of brooding, and it's got the the, the William sound effects, which are brilliant, they, yeah, are brilliant. they are. and it's a brilliant game, no doubt about it. But Nintendo have got the silly little Nintendo music, and yeah. it's all really colourful, and these guys have got these big pointy noses, and the, the thing that's slightly different about this game is you've got two chances. If you yeah. get one of your balloons popped, you've still got one still balloon, got one balloon yeah. to survive, and when you get that popped, you lose a life. And um, Basically, you you pop the other guys and they fall to the ground and they start pumping their own balloons up again, rather like Dig Dug. And they start off by digging them up by pumping their balloons. And if you can hit them on the head before they pump their balloons, you kill them straight away. They're off. But if you leave them too long... They're back on again. They're back on, like the eggs hatching in Joust. And some other little subtle differences is if you take too long to complete... You can have a few different players on the games and you can play against each other, which is a lot of fun trying to pop each other. And... If you take too long, the thunder clouds at the top of the screen... Because it also
1: scrolls upwards. That's right, which the NES version does not. Oh, does it not? Did you know that? No. Oh, my God. This is why you should get a red tent, Vic. Oh, i love to get I'd a red tent. I love to get a red tent. extra layers to balloon fire. I
0: know, I know. I played on um, main tonight. You go up and up I know, and up and, I up and I it's know. like, oh, my God, this is it's awesome. Like, it's like three screens worth, <laughs> yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it's a bigger
1: plane field. At, and at the
0: top of the screen, as you'd imagine, are these thunderclouds. And they start sort of shaking they sort yeah. of flash and then thunderbolts come out of them, and they, they chase you rather like the bad guy in Bubble yeah. Bobble and you've got to do the level quick it's like Mr. Hurry up to come Yeah. so on. in
1: Joust you just get the one screen Balloon Fight you get two or three screens We just yeah. keep going up and up and up
0: Being in Joust if you take too long the pterodactyl comes to try and get yeah, you yeah but in Balloon Fight you get the shark Yes, at the bottom of the screen. If you go too close to the river or the sea, yeah. this big, almost like the ones in Mario World. Yeah. This big fat. He's like a fish, friendly shark, isn't he? Yeah, but he's leechy. you. He jumps <laughs> out of the water and grabs you. But the fun thing is, is to pop the other guys above the water, then watch them get yeah. eaten by the shark. And it's it's just a subtle, silly little thing I yeah. really really like. I love yeah. the game. I'm going to play more of it. Yeah. I'll actually put it in my um, arcade cabinet and play it in there. I yeah. Think, oh, well, next time nice to play. you're
1: over, we'll put that on, and uh, it's a great two-player game. Because you,
0: you had a little meeting at your place and I came along and you had um, a little tiny monitor set up with your yeah. NES and you said, have you not played this? I went, no, no, yeah. I played it. And I got I got 80,000. Yeah, I got, got into it So I was like, yeah. I love this game. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, I only played the arcade version today and then didn't realise you couldn't, you know, when I went up, I, I sort of didn't realise the NES version didn't do it. No, so that's another doesn't. little thing they what? added to the arcade exactly. version. Yeah. And I'm sure if we play all the NES Vers- versus versions there are differences It's what annoy. Sure.
1: one thing that does annoy me because they have brought bloom fight back on the virtual console oh yeah and i just keep bringing the nes version back give
0: me the arcade version please yeah i don't think a lot of people of the nes era would have
1: played the arcade version because no, it might have been a bit don't before that time it.
0: oh it's a shame you know I it's just so much better
1: we're biased arcade yeah. versions are always yeah. better and the music It's so
0: cool. Yeah, it's really good. Well, the next one I want to do, and it's a favourite of mine, and you love it as well, because you've got a version of it, is Space Fever High Splitter. This was the follow-up. At first glance, you'd think it's the same game. It's a version of Space Invaders, but the one big difference is your Space Invaders are Overweight, they've been eating too many pies, mm. they're big fat things, they're crabs. twice, yeah, they're, they're like crabby things, aren't they? Yeah. And they're, they're space crabs, which you wouldn't want to get. I'm telling you that for a fact. <laughs> space
1: crabs, no, play too many arcade games, you might just you, get you it. You might
0: get space crabs. These things are sort of pincy crab things, they're awesome little animations, they're very basics 8080 hardware again, like mm. late 70s hardware. They go from left to right, just like Space Invaders. You've got the three. Different games, just like normal Space Fever that we talked about earlier. Slightly different again, though. And Space Invaders are fat. And if you hit them right in the middle, they explode and they die. They disappear. If you're slightly off, they'll split into two Invaders. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we said that Nintendo basically nicked Taito's idea of Space Invaders. The other way around. It was the other way around this time. Yeah. Because Space Invaders 2, which came out in 1980 did exactly the same thing you didn't have fat invaders but if you hit them on the side on the later levels they turn into two they'd like morph into two which was nintendo's idea just to
1: veer off here i think it might have been the case with space launcher because that's very similar to to frogger and freeway and also another Taito game which i think they pinched it from or the
0: i can't remember it's very close is lunar rescue which we loved at at revival didn't we
1: What was the Ameri-Cosmic Wars? Galaxy Wars. Yes, that's a similar game. Similar game, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, it is very similar. Black and white
1: game. But that, that had similar... You know, gameplay yes. tactics as well, which we love as well, on the same hardware. So maybe it's some designers were veering off and going to work with other companies and saying, "Oh, I've just worked for Nintendo, but I've got this great idea. We could do this." Maybe for our we'll you never know. know. Give me some more money. I'll, this
0: I'll... is like thirty, nearly forty years ago now.
1: And they weren't cahoots with a lot of these, weren't they? Yeah, I'm
0: sure. But another thing that that, that Space Beaver High Splitter does that, that Space beaver doesn't, that I think I, I showed you once you didn't know about, is when you get the mothership going across the top, the mystery ship, you get big points for. If you shoot, I think it's the flashing one on high splitter a little one flies out the side of it and goes really quickly the opposite way and if you shoot him you get 500 points which is big points for Invaders game because normally you're getting 10, 20 points for these things and it's just a lot of fun I mean it's really colourful it's simple I think 8 colours on the screen if that it's like blue, yellow, yeah, red, green. It works. Green, so it's, and works white and black. it's simple and it's works. It worked, is, and it's it a favourite of mine. And that's what I've got in that machine at the moment. Because it's just a ROM swap. Okay. I can swap it straight back to. Stick it on afterwards and have a little go again. Yeah, yeah. And the last one we're doing is. Dr. Mario. And that's another Versus game. Yeah. Uh, I first played this on the Game Boy, and it's amazing on the Game Boy. Just yeah. like Tetris, it's amazing. It's almost like a killer app for me. On the I am a bit board. of
1: a late comer to this. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. I played it on the NES, but only recently. Yeah. You know.
0: Oh, the arcade version's great. Yeah. I mean, I, I saw it in... Uh, I've seen it a few times. I mean, I played it back in the day, even. I remember it back in the day. And sort of forgot about it until the Game Boy came along, you know, in the early... Well, late 80s, mm. early 90s. And um, the arcade version is great. Because Normally, you see it in a, in a Donkey Kong cab. Mm. And the ones I've seen have been custom. They've done the side, They've done the, uh, the cabinet green. Oh, and they've got their own custom be cool. uh, control panel and side yeah. art. And it looks amazing. In green, it looks really did this, cool. Did this come after Tetris? Because it's very similar, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. It, it, well, it is and it isn't. The, the, the gameplay, if anyone hasn't played it, and I strongly
1: recommend you go mm. play it. It's, it's one of those games you can play on the train on the way to oh, work. My
0: wife plays a version of it on the iPad. and Your, I can't get her off it.
1: Tori loves it, doesn't loves she? Loves it. Absolutely
0: yeah. loves it. And she's really good at it as well. It's that simple. Basically, you've just got left, right, down and one fire button. Yeah. And it's, it's like Tetris where you, you have, you've got on the screen, the play screen is a big, almost like a test tube, sort of a, a bowl. And in the bowl is loads of these little, um, gremlins. Germs. The they? germs. Yeah. yeah. And you're Dr. Mario and you're throwing these pills in above mm. the, into the top of the jar. And basically you can turn the pills are two colors, red and yellow, uh, yellow and blue mm. or a mixture of the two. Yeah. And, um, they've got two ends in them. You can swap them round. And what you, the idea is, is you've got three different coloured gremlins, red, yellow and blue. Yeah. And if you drop three pill ends Onto on top of them, germ. or on the side of them, the germ disappears. Yeah. Rather like getting a line in Tetris. Yes. And you can get multiple. So if you get red and blues together, you can get two at a time you get multiple points for it. And on the left-hand side of the screen, which I think is a really lovely little thing, is a magnifying glass. Mm. And you can see the gremlins up close. You mm-hmm. They're only little sprites. on But they're like sort of yeah. Four times bigger. And they've got these, these little gremlin-y little, little faces. characters to them, yeah. yeah and it's sort of like... Almost like a stereotypical germ you see on a TV yeah. ad, Like, harping. Nasty. Yeah, horrible little things. Not,
1: not good germs. Not good bacteria. No, bad, bad bacteria.
0: <laughs> and uh, when you actually get rid of one on the screen, you see one of them do sort of a death knoll, and he sort yeah. of... And he pretends to die. And then when you actually get rid of all of his colours, so you get rid of all the red ones... It'll be disappeared. It'll yeah. be removed from the magnifying glass. And the idea is just to get rid of all the germs. But you can leave halves of pill everywhere. They just don't do anything. The way you get killed in the game, you lose a life, is if you fill up the the screen so you can't get any more pills in the top of the yeah. the, the screen, rather like Tetris. But this game also is is very addictive. I mean, it gets really fast. Two play. you play it two play. Ah, that's when it comes into
1: its own. Definitely, because it's
0: a versus game again. Yeah designed for two player you're against each other
1: so how does it work on the arcade version you've got two bottles on the arcade same as
0: same as the home version you've got almost like a split screen yeah and when you when you get rid of a germ it sends a single part of a a pill on your other player's screen and it drops down just randomly so it can get in your way and on the later levels of tetris you get like blocks come down they just randomly appear and get in your way that's what it does and the idea just like puyo puyo which is a very similar game Mm. you've got to try and you know, get your your opponents level up so they can't get any more in the screen. Yeah, and it gets quite quick. Very quickly. Yeah. Yeah, and it the game gets quicker, and you get more and more. Every every time you do a level, you get more gremlins on the screen, more germs, mm. and more parts of them. So the game's filled up, and you've hardly got any room to maneuver. And that's when it starts getting yeah. difficult. But the game's got you can choose different music, and the music's really good. Yeah. And you have got these different different sort of themes of music as well to get you in the game
1: and it's all keep, gets you going and it's it does. It's just addictive. It is very addictive. Simple gameplay game, play again, very addictive. Yeah, Great two player game. Really colourful. Got yeah. Mario in it, so that's yes, also another hit.
0: Exactly. It could have been anyone really, but yeah. It's Mario in a white lab coat yeah. and one of those little things
1: on his edge for looking yeah. at people. They did a virt- they did an update for this, didn't they, fairly recently in the Wii U. Dr. Luigi, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Similar game? Exactly the same. Alright. Just exactly different IP. But I like the idea uh, that you could I could play against you. You'd be sitting at your yeah, home online. and be like, that, that sounds that awesome to me. That would work really well,
0: yeah, because the Versus is the, the yeah, big area. But exactly. I, I used to love playing this on the Game Boy, and I believe you could link the Game Boys, like Tetris. Yeah, you can do that. But I don't think I ever did it. But I used to just sit on the train and stuff. Yeah. When I was going to college years ago. I mean, I've actually got the cartridge on my table in the next room because yeah. that's the one I sort of use when I, when I test the Game Boy out, if I'm mucking about the Game Boy yeah really good games so secrets and play tips but the ones I sort of thought about on Versus Balloon Fight the basic tactic is to flap like a maniac yeah you hit the button as quickly as possible to get your guy flapping and he'll he'll fly up the screen uh, and you sort of got physics to it you're sort of floating so you've got to stop yourself Skidding around in midair, if yeah, that's the way And the work. later
1: levels, you get the little wind turbines that <gasps> shoot you off as well. Yeah, you do. Well.
0: I've just remembered you yeah. reminded me. Yeah, you, that they, they
1: spin you right out of you know the yeah. atmosphere into a cloud or whatever.
0: That reminds me of Skyskipper. You, yeah. get, you get things that fly you around in your aeroplane from right, Skyskippers. Yeah. So they've sort of nicked that idea yeah. from
1: their own game. I suppose Mario can't nick the balloons as well because of the balloon battle.
0: Oh, right, okay. Yeah, yeah, why not? But also, another thing i do is is always hit your opponents from above. That's the yeah. only way you get rid of so them. So you
1: hang up the top. And watch dude. out for their po- pointy snitches, their yeah. pointy noses. Like one of these goal hangers just hanging around the yeah, top. Yeah, you've got
0: to hang around the top. That's yeah. to Get up to the top as quick as flap like a maniac. Get to the top. <laughs> and don't bounce too much to the top because someone can get yeah. above you. Space Fever High Splitter, basically, is Space Invaders. So Space Invaders tactics. There's no there's no counting numbers for the, uh, the, the, the top scoring Mothership, as far as I know, but... When they get to
1: the bottom, they can't hit you. Have you tried the block method on it yet?
0: No. Don't no. bother. Don't bother. I, I usually do, when they come across to, to the left, I get as many as I can until they start getting quick and then get the bottom level okay. so they don't eat your, your bases and get lower. Yeah. But the one thing on high splitter is to get that big one, the flashing one, and then oh. get across quickly and aim for the little guy, get him and get 500 points, which it's is funny how sport.
1: they all had these big flying bosses that went across the top, didn't they? Yeah. These games. Always did. Even yeah. Sheriff's got it.
0: Yes. The, the, got the condor. The condor comes across and you shoot him for points. It's just points, like a it? big
1: flying saucer, really, yeah, yeah. with wings.
0: <laughs> with wings and a beak. <laughs> uh, versus Dr. Mario, what I tend to do is always, common sense really, is get rid of the top bugs, the ones that are in the way of the top of your jar, so you can sort of get them out of the way quickly. Yeah. And try not to put the wrong colours on top of the other colours. Say you've got oh. some reds, don't put a blue on top, because then you've got to get rid of
1: three or four blues to get rid, to get rid of the red one. Yeah, and don't try too hard to to get the, a, a perfect match all the time. It's better just to edge away slowly at it yeah. sometimes.
0: And at the end of the game, when you've only got a few germs left, just, just chuck the things down quickly until you get the ones you want yeah. to come in. Because you're not going to have to worry about them getting to the top of the screen, because you've only got a few bugs left to do. Mm. What we normally do on the podcast is, according to our notes here, is we have opinions on graphics, sound, gameplay, and control method. But it's Nintendo. Mm. They're brilliant.
1: Mm. Are they not? No, I mean, they all had the control graphics methods, didn't are Yeah.
0: The sounds are brilliant. The gameplay is great. I mean, it's addictive. Well, what, they're what still we making say? these games
1: today. Yeah. I mean, they're well, re- except for High Splitter, but I mean, Blue yeah. Fight's still around. Um, Doctor Mario's still around. But the early yeah. games, they were sort of finding
0: their feet, yeah, and finding their characters, and what a great bunch of characters they came up with, yeah, oh, yeah? definitely. So yeah, the, all the games are really jolly. Yeah. I mean, all the old arcade ones we're talking about. I can't imagine a game where you think, "Oh, that's scary or mm. sinister or dark." They're always really jolly, no. really colourful, and yeah, they just sound you great. They, and did they draw do some later
1: on, some sinister later on, ones. Yeah, 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 I don't yeah, know absolutely. why, but oh, to, it's very bizarre. To get in with do the do adult
0: that. audience, I suppose. Had, Back in the day, they wanted our 10p's when we were ten year old. Yeah. And now they want their 50 quid for a UK.
1: No, but they're quite strict, aren't they, on um, keeping it very family orientated? Yes. Nintendo. Yeah. But every now and again, they throw, a, throw a spar in the works, and they throw something like uh, Resident Evil 4, yeah, which yeah. is an absolute blast of a game. One I don't like One of the like best it. games on the N64. I don't like it. I know it's not your sort of game, but, but everyone, it is a is very good game. 4 is it.
0: normally the best one, isn't it?
1: A game that I did not like, absolutely hated, and I don't know why they put it on the Wii, was a game called Manhunt,
0: which oh, actually yeah. had mm. you
1: with the nunchaku, oh, and, yeah. and whatever you call it, the nunchaku controller. You reenacting a strangling move. It's horrible, isn't it? Which is what what are yeah, they thinking? Yeah. Don't uh, get that. Yeah, yeah, I don't want yeah. to sound old and funny. No, no, dally, no, no, but... I'm totally with you. I don't want when yeah. I play a video game, I want escapism. I do not want to play a game that's grimy and it looks like Streets of London or Streets of New York where I can go there and, and see drug pushes or prostitutes. I don't want I yeah, don't yeah. want that. That's not good, is it? I want escapism. I want either fun or I want fantasy. Yeah. That's just me. It's escapism. That's, that's, isn't it? that's what I want. It's like when I watch a film I want that. What I say
0: is on some sense to me, have you played this game? And I say if I'm not jumping over something, mm. kicking it or shooting it, I don't wanna mm. know. Mm. That's my three rules yeah. of the
1: game. <laughs> I mean I do more than you though, like more modern games. You do, I do yeah. but, but not many. I oh, mean I it there in are, is a select few. And um, Nintendo for me still doing it for me, and I'm mm-hmm. looking forward to Smash Brothers coming out and Bayonetta, which is very arcade in style. Only because of the lovely lead in but no, there's lots of arcade references. That, oh, yeah, that I bet. I there bet. is. There's some really cool ones. So yeah, I mean, that's that's where I'm at with modern gaming. Yeah, you know. But do you think the, these games we spoke about
0: any improvements? I think they're pretty damn good. Uh, well, I don't they try to improve
1: them. on. Luigi, didn't they?
0: Yeah, yeah, I suppose they did. They yeah. upgraded it. I'm sure there's different parts. I didn't really go into it. I thought, oh, it's Mario.
1: Yeah. But I'm like that sometimes. I mean, sometimes. it's just I'm, a it's just I'm, I'm skin, a, really, isn't I'm it? I'm a bit of a curmudgeon. I should perhaps get you to download it, and I'll come and play it around yeah. your house. I mean, I tell you what I did like was a NES remix oh, on the Wii U. Now you're talking. You had let me have a quick go of that. Because they've got Balloon Fight on there, and there's different stages where you have to get different um, challenges you have to do. yeah. And they're completely different than it's like, the normal game. It's like
0: game. a WarioWare mini-games exactly. game, isn't it? But they've used their old arcade yes. IPs. Yeah. And the one you let me play on was the hideout level of Donkey Kong Jr., yeah. which is one I have difficulty with sometimes yeah. anyway. But you basically, you're just stuck at the top of the game. The same screen... Yeah. and you've got to jump over a certain amount of the sparks going by in yeah. a certain time. And then when you get that, you get you open up awards and get That's medals right. and stuff. Yeah. And there's loads of different things. I think there's you different,
1: open up new stages, a new from games. There's
0: Hunt and Mario and Did all the stuff. Did you find that weird, games?
1: though? Because, you know, we played Donkey Kong Jr. a lot, and we got yes. to the hideout a lot, and we tried to work out that level yeah, so yeah. many times. When, they, when that game threw that challenge at you, it threw me out completely because yeah. I, I wanted to get as much points, yeah, you know, absolutely. and it's telling me to do something it's else. It's a and point like, level, that yeah. And when you jump
0: over lots of spots before the end level. But this one, you just got to do things in like 20 seconds or whatever yeah. it is. And I think it's a great idea. I totally recommend that. it reminds you of all the arcade games. And it, for me, it makes me go and want to go and play them again. Yeah. But it's a good idea. And I think there's, there's all the modern things. There's online gameplay. You can have awards. You can unlock yeah. things. And it's just great.
1: Love it's it. It's really cool. It's like a Nintendo mashup go and get the wii u guys it's awesome i yeah. love it
0: i haven't got time for one unfortunately but if i had mm. time i'd have one mm. out, of the, out of the three big ones that's the one i'd have definitely De- let's do some cabinet art the art of side art absolutely now i've chosen i don't i know let you do this but i'm go so enamored with this i'm going to do one go on it's monkey magic from 1979 this game is so obscure rare i don't think it ever
1: came out of japan did it
0: (sighs) it's as rare as purple corduroy whale trousers wow have you ever seen a whale (laughs) in trousers let alone purple corduroy trousers it has got to be a
1: nintendo game with that in.
0: i'm sure there is (laughs) well this cabinet let me just get my nintendo bible so i can describe the cabinet for you here it is the cabinet is an upright cabinet. It did come in a cocktail cabinet as well, which is very similar to our brown and and cream coloured cabinets. But um, the the cocktail cabinet is slightly different. It's got the controls, which is like a spinner control, like a knob, actually on part of the, the tabletop rather than down below on the the uh, mm. the control panel, like the normal joystick buttons situation. It's a beautiful upright cabinet. It's got around the side art. It's got these arrows which are actually part of the game. And it's got these sort of up and down arrows in green, red, and orange and white, and it's like sort of a dark blue cabinet. The cabinet is exactly the same as your Sheriff.
1: Same it, upright it, shape as is the it Sheriff. It's exactly the same, squareness. Yes. Yeah, it's quite a yeah. square cabinet. It like it's got an angled back, though, has it?
0: Yeah, actually, sorry, you're right, it has. Yeah, it's similar, though. Yeah. And at the top part of the side art, it's just got blocks, sort of similar sort of grid-looking thing, and it's got a really cool late 70s font of monkey magic on yeah. the side of it and then at the very top of the cab you've got like the marquee as usual you've got a really cheeky little big ear mon- monkey yeah. smiling with a little fez hat on the monkeys was the themes wasn't it, it oh, day. this is game's alright but it needs more monkeys yeah that's no, cool uh, the funny thing is though it's it's such a cute little game it's, it's almost like a breakout clone I've been reading about this because mm. oddly enough I've never ever played it my mm. main version hasn't got it on Mm. and the brand new version 154 of MAME hasn't got it on so if anyone knows how we can play this damn game I'd love to play yeah, it yeah I would I, I would all. really like to play it because the, the write-up here in, in our Nintendo Bibles
1: because we could burn it onto one of our boards possibly oh if we could wouldn't it
0: how cool would that be <laughs> oh it's
1: got your mind ticking I've, away I've, I've got it? a
0: load of cocktail spares <laughs> that you gave me and I can actually produce a few more cocktails yeah. how cool would that be to have a spinner game mm Anyway, stop it, you get onto this game. It's a breakout game uh, in color as well, where you've got to break part of a monkey's face. He's got a big, square, blocky face. It's quite cute looking. It's almost like Vic 20 graphics. It's really sort of aged, aged graphics, and it's quite cute. And you hit the ball against his face, against his eyes and his teeth and his nose, and you can make him do different expressions. So. If you hit the arrows towards him, these little arrows, which is what is on the side, are mm. if you hit the arrows towards him? It does different things to him, and the more you score and bits of him you hit, the more he throws monkeys down at you to hit your bat. And when your ball goes over his nose, it speeds up as he sneezes. <laughs> it's quite a good little idea. Yeah. And when you go past his eyes, he gets googly eyes. His eyes google round, but also getting onto the cab. The marquee's got sort of little graphics on it, you know, around the, the, the screen bezel. But the control panel is quite thin and yeah. it's like got a gold anodized spinner. You know, uh, a sort of a volume knob as we call it to control your back. Cool, it? And it's got little gold coloured cone buttons reminiscent of Atari cones. Atari, yeah. It's just a really cool cab. And I've never, ever seen or played one. That never bit, played the game. You ever will either. I don't unless you get older one. Knowing <laughs> you. But, I mean, it's a movie. lovely cab, isn't it? It's just beautiful it looking thing. Yeah, and it's sort of the Donkey Kong cabs we go on yeah. about. The bo- the bottom base of it is a black base, and it almost looks like it's floating. When you see it against the carpet, it looks like it's floating because it's not got feet or wheels like you'd think, or just sitting on the floor. It's sort of raised a little bit off the yeah. floor.
1: And this is before Nintendo of America, so this would have been purely japanese design wouldn't it really absolutely um never came out of japan no
0: it didn't october 1979 it's released
1: yeah and i think the reason
0: i'm only guessing here it's not in MAME, it's because it it didn't have a processor Mm. like the original pong possibly yeah You know, or or death race which hopefully i'm getting soon that's a lot of processor in it that's
1: cool cool choice there and what's yours oh i've been humming and ahhing about this one because i don't know it's it's too much choice too much choice don't like it too much choice Well, let me just say this then, that, you know, I picked up the Sheriff, and I absolutely love that, and it stands out from all my other cabs, which I always thought had the best side art, the Donkey Kongs. Yeah. You know, they look really cool, because they've got really colourful side art, and nice control panels. But with the Sheriff cabs, these are are not Nintendo of America, so these are the Nintendo Leisure Company that brought these out. The art, artwork goes all the way down the side and all the way across the bottom of the coin door. Yeah. And it's the same with the, this Space Launcher cab that you pointed out earlier. Oh, and God, that's lovely, fantastic. isn't it? Let me
0: just turn my page over to get look, the space I've launcher never on seen
1: there. one. The but artwork. You've got a cab, haven't you? You've got a cocktail Space Launcher. I have a cocktail, but it's quite boring to look at. Same I mean, as all our other ones. I mean, but I mean, I love the game though. and it's Nintendo, an so, Intel, so you know, it's in my collection. But to have that upright, which is exactly the, the same. Size and shape as my sheriff, so it's exactly the same cab, but the artwork, like the sheriff, is all uh, it's all space but it wraps right the way around the cab. So you've got a lovely bezel. Um, there's no marquee because the bezel marquee's is all one, same as uh, sheriff, yeah, same like say, as sheriff.
0: It's, that's the what I got confused with. It's the same cab as sheriff, isn't it? Yes, and yeah, I imagine it's
1: mirrored I... as well, it would be mirrored oh, by a yeah, sheriff, yeah, that'd be cool, wouldn't, wouldn't it?
0: Yeah, I imagine it would be like it looks Space a, Invaders. What we can see through the, the bezel here on on the books we're looking at. The screen looks in the same position, so I imagine it would be. Yeah, it's probably the same kind of production.
1: Yeah, same construction. Funny. When sorry. I'm looking, when I'm playing Sheriff, it's it's so cool because you look at all the other cabs, you can see you can see the Samyo monitor sitting there in it, and it looks like it's in space, doesn't it? Yeah. But then you look at the Sheriff, and, and it looks like the the screen's in the wall. It looks like yeah, it's, about a it's meter projected back. off a mirror
0: into the back. Yes, yeah, really like the old bizarre. EM games used to do. Yeah. I played an EM game once. um... A friend's house in Seattle, the guy who, who showed me around his house, Michael, and um, I, I was playing the game, and I said, God, this cabin must be really deep, and he said, no. I looked around the side of it, it was only like two feet but deep. I still don't understand. It looked like eight foot deep. Yeah, I don't understand how it works, because the mirror's not that far back. Well, what it is, is that this game in particular, the actual play screen, it wasn't the screen, it was like a physical board, like a pinball board, was down the front of the cab, so it was upright, mm. and it was projecting to the back, so it looked like it was like four or five feet deep.
1: Yeah, well, this and is it's what this really looks like. Clever. It looks like it's really it's clever. beyond the wall. Yeah, it's really
0: clever. But this, this cab we're looking at, it's sort of blue in colour, and it's got, like, you know, an asteroid going towards the spaceship on the front of it. It's like a Taito cab, really, isn't it? Yes, it does look very similar shape. And it's got, like, a big old spaceship on the side going upwards, because mm. the game in- involves you going up and then back down again, and you space yeah. you're supposed to things. I mean, and
1: you've got like TIE fighters on there, so obviously they've taken a bit out of the Star Wars. Oh, I'm made. sure they did. Yeah, so I mean, if you're a Star Wars fan, this, oh, yeah, it's been so colourful character. as well. And isn't I've it? always wanted a space themed arcade as well. If I didn't have the Nintendo themed you I'd are a space sucker. I'd aren't have you? all of that. Yeah, because that is when you were a kid, that was that was the order of the day. Oh, Everything God, space, yeah, going into space. Like,
0: I want to be an astronaut. Space or you?
1: cowboys. You know? Yeah, and Nintendo did both. Yeah, they? So oh, it's, it's a toss-up between those two, but the other one I was You can have say, both. Have them. Well, I was going to say Sky Skipper, but you see, because I've never seen a space launcher upright and I've no. never seen a Sky Skipper, I have to say that my favourite's got to be Sheriff. And I know I'm probably a bit biased, I've just got it. Oh, totally it's a new it. toy you're allowed. Yeah, right? and, I, and I know it's got the game and watch kind of I've seen what at the I have bottom. noticed, and you've you
0: just reminded me it's not quite so. I was, I was just about to say all their upright cabinets had yeah. white T molding, which is the sort of the thin oh, yeah. piece of um, plastic that goes around the sides, the edges of the cab. Except Sheriff. Except Sheriff. It's a yeah. brown one, isn't it? Yeah, and I've got
1: to find some more. You're of never going to find
0: that stuff, mate. <laughs> no. Yeah, white. white um, White T mold. Usually, it's black around yeah. the cab. You can get all different colours, but you. But Nintendo, again, they were different. I presume it's because Japanese used metric yeah. rather than uh, imperial, like Americans used, and their T molding is different size because their uh-huh. the thickness of the wood on their games is different sized. Right. So it's difficult to find, but it, you can get it restoration stuff.
1: So, yeah, I, I, I'm purely choosing those because the artwork goes all the way down to the bottom, all the way across, below the coin door, and I think that just adds, it we, just, just adds that little bit we more. We do like a lot of side art. Yeah. We
0: don't want a little silly picture. No. We want
1: the whole thing down yeah. the side. We're talking like asteroids and yeah. that kind of game. Make the you most know? of it. You Absolutely. Know. Draw you in. I mean, what was that one you saw, Swimmer, in America? Yes. I mean, who was that by? Oh, Sue. Is it a ballet game? That okay. was the only other game I could think that... But that so had went, went, went everywhere. What right, exactly. Yeah, and at the back of the screen, the
0: bezel, the marquee down the front, that down game, the side. Didn't we we yeah. did. I loved it. That was a cool game. Yeah, I really liked Swimmer. Got into it. Yeah. Might I can't remember who it's by. It Maybe Taito. Yeah, might be. I don't know. It doesn't rare, matter.
1: Rare cab anyway. Rare cab, yeah. With
0: really nice. Good little, little game. Thing. Enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. So the last thing uh, we can get onto now, we've got another competition. And this competition um is been sponsored by WWW to arcademugs.co.uk and this chap who does these mugs actually got onto me it wasn't mm. me asking him he actually offered it up so thank you very much for this yeah and he produces mugs drinking mugs coffee tea mugs, whatever for, put mugs. for mugs like us <laughs> and he produces these but they've got arcade pictures on and they are beautiful looking yeah. things he's done loads of designs please go onto his website have a look you're
1: guaranteed to so want one. Does he one. make them up specially? Do you think he could do some obscure mm, Nintendo? No, I will ask
0: him about yeah. this. Yeah. yeah, he does. He's got a load. He's already made. He he sells. Mm. I think they're five ninety nine each. Five pounds ninety nine each. Good. It's a bargain. Yeah, and he's given us three to give away, and he's also going to send us one each. Oh, awesome. Yay! So we're not going to bother with a question about Nintendo because we know everything about yeah. Nintendo. Well, nearly. Uh, what we're going to do is just ask people mm. to send. Yes, please. Uh, I'd like a mug. Whatever you want to do, just get in contact with us. Yeah, you can PM us on the various forums: Jamma Plus, Arcade taku UK Vac, Dragon's Lair Forum, any of those kind of places. You can get hold of us on Twitter. You can get Nintendo us on Facebook, Arcade, Twitter. Yeah, mine's uh, Tenpence Arcade. Yeah. All the all the notes are at the end of this piece anyway. I right? put them on the end of the audio, and just get in contact with us. Grab me in the street if you mm. know me. Anything, just say I'd like to win a mug. We'll put your name in a big, big massive arcade hat and in a couple of weeks' time we'll pull out the names and you'll be sent a mug by this guy. Thank you very much for that. His, his details are on the website if you didn't quite catch it. Have a look. Buy yourself a mug. They're brilliant. <laughs> and the ones we're giving away are Donkey Kong ones. Oh. Nintendo. Cool. So hopefully we should get one of those each soon. Yeah. Win! We're instant winners. Awesome. So yeah, people, send your name in. You might win a mug. Anything more to add? for you you? Um, I expect you'll be buying Nintendo for the rest of your life
1: I will be I think I'll just carry on collecting it but I mean it's a never ending story there's so much to collect isn't there
0: would you like me to sing you a verse from never ending story (laughs) to go off with
1: Yeah, I think we should leave it there bloke yes
0: thanks very much for listening people and goodbye enjoy Nintendo thank you very much you can download or play the podcast view all the show notes and leave feedback at www.tenpencearcade.co.uk or email me at vertvic at tenpencearcade.co.uk. You can also reach us on our Facebook page. You can Twitterise us at tenpencearcade for me and at Nintendo arcade for Alex. We'd love to hear from you regarding game suggestions, personal arcade experiences or anything arcade related you'd like to share.